This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to episode 109 of Celtic Rumors TV, the Balls and Ballwood podcast with your host Mark and myself, Paul. You can check all the links to the podcast, including our phone page, www.celticrumors.co.uk, all in the description below. On tonight's show, we'll talk about Celtic's new signing, players Celtic are supposed to be linked to. Uh, Peter Lawrence returned to Celtic as chairman from January the 1st. We'll talk about the noise coming from our, our neighbours lately that Michael Demolabile is the saviour for, for, for Glasgow Rangers. And we'll touch off with a bit of a roundup on, on the World Cup. And of course, if anything you guys in the live chat want to discuss, please let us know. Firstly, I hand off to Mark, who will talk about our food appeal and do a few shout outs. Thanks very much, Paul. Uh, some quick shout outs to us for the formal Tim Alloy of Glasgow, Glasgow Green, Malika, uh, Richie and his family. Richie had a bit of good news, Paul. Uh, <clears throat> he doesn't need to get the final round of chemotherapies. Blood count things are that low that they don't they're not going to give him the final blast to chemotherapy. So that's got some great great good news for Richie and his family. So well done, Especially Richie. Before Christmas as well. Aye, aye. He said that last round was killing him, mm-hmm. man. He says he was, he was so glad when they tell him, man, just because the way that chemotherapy makes you feel in that. Yeah, right. Uh, tough, right, tough. Oh, aye, horrible stuff, man. So bang on, Richie. Well done, mate. Uh, big shout out to Terms as well, Terms. Him and his pal, well, his pal for the Limerick Celtic Supporters Club played against the Tipperary Celtic Supporters Club and they raised their six grand for the local cancer centre, uh, the, Mul- the Mulford Centre, I think it's called, in Limerick. So, well done, Terence, and everybody that took part in that. That's really six grand to, for a charity football match. That's brilliant, you know what I mean? Brilliant, isn't it? Aye. And it's like chats, you in Jabba. Nice to see you, Jabba. Bobby as well. Brian, nice to see you in, Brian. Evening, bud. FTB, that a new name, Paul? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. remember that. Nice to see you join us anyway, no matter who you're, mate. Everybody's welcome here. As Paul says, the link to everything's in the description box below for forum or Discord groups and stuff like that. And we do our own charity thing every year for Christmas through the St. Peter's Chapel in Hamilton to help out this local food bank. Uh, this is our sixth year of doing it. This year so far, we're at uh, £580. Which is brilliant. Thanks for, uh, very much. Everybody's gave into that. And if you can afford to give anything, please do. And if you can't, it really doesn't matter. There's no, no pressure to give anything like that on here. So don't worry about that. That's that, bud. So since we've been on last, uh, Celtic have signed 22 year old left footed centre back Yoki Kobayashi uh, from uh, Basil Cobb. Uh, Celtic manager said of Yoki that he's a talented young uh, centre back with, with a with a bright future at Celtic, uh, left back footed, left footed centre backs are hard to find these days, and Celtic are delighted 
they have him signed up uh, before the transfer window. Celtic have also signed this week uh, for, former LNS uh, side uh, FC Montreal, Alistair Johnson, uh, the 24-year-old recently represented uh, Canada in the group stages of the World Cup. Johnson is seen as a replacement for Celtic's Jovanovic, who, going by reports today, talks have broken the down uh, of a new contract. Uh, Celtic are also rumoured to be looking at South Korean uh, number nine, Guzan Yoon, uh, and wants to blues in his striking forward. There also has been rumours that Gia Comarcus uh, isn't uh, happy with a new deal offered to him and supposedly isn't happy with his game time as playing second fiddle to Kyogo. And finally, Celtic are looking at Egyptian playmaker Mohamed Afsha, who Ange hopes will fill the void left by Tom Roderick. Two signs, Mark. I know. Did you see much of uh, this lad, um, Alistair Johnson? Uh, the, the kind of rumours came out firstly when Canada's first match. Uh, I, I, watched that, I, I watched that game, Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, was, I thought he was a good, good enough player. I, was, mm-hmm. I mean, I was quite, I was quite surprised. I mean, there's some of the reports it's between like three and a half to four million pounds we've paid for him, which is quite mm-hmm. a lot of money. MLS kind of size of things, but if Yaranovich is going to go, Paul, I just trust the scouting system. You know, for I mean, there's not really a lot is doing so far, so you just got to kind of trust it. But for me, Mark, I mean, has, um, a lot of people have been like, was it because of that game that Celtic by no, oh, Celtic no. have been scouting him for long enough to get what I mean that's mm-hmm. Celtic's not going to just sign a player on the back even a good couple of games at a World Cup that's never going to happen no this 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 for me Mark is is shown the the benefits of having Mark Lawl in the scouting team because he knows the Asian market and he knows the South American market he knows every the market, market. Yeah, really I yeah. mean that, that was his job to know every mean, market yeah. aye you know this is this these are Market, mark where we never kind of went to before. We were always kind of in and around the French markets, or yeah, mostly the uh, French market. Really, mark, do you know what I mean? I, it's it's really shown as what he's actually bringing to the to the club. But it makes it, but, but after this Brexit stuff in that Paul as well, it's easier to get a work mm-hmm. permit in Scotland now as well. It's just helping. Mm-hmm. It, it's not helping the teams doing in England, but it's helping teams like Celtic and Scotland. Well, You'll probably see a knock-on effect with kind of smaller clubs in that as well, but it's opening up a lot more markets to get players in that maybe the red tape would have made it no worth the hassle or worth the time and effort because it maybe wasn't going to happen and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Just going, Brian is saying there as well, and a few Celtic supporters have been saying it, Mark, or signing this uh, centre-back, Yuki. Does this seem like maybe Welch? Could go out and loan. Or is it they were not going to buy Jens? Could be. Is that Could a, be. Maybe, do you know what I mean? It's one is or the other the kind of thing. Is this the final of, like, if you look at it like, is this the final jigsaw of Andrew's defence? A left-footed centre-back that he wants? You know, and, and they are hard to find, like a left-footed centre-back. You know, oh, we, 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 we've been saying it for years, even when uh, Christoph Foy was playing there. Paul, we a lot of people that know the player Japanese league and players better than us have said that this guy's a project. Uh-huh. So I don't. I, th- I still think your main centre back pairing is going to be uh, Big Carter, Vickers, and 
Starfield when he's fit. Mm -hmm. I really do. I think, Mark, we won't kind of see this fella. We, we, we might see him in a few appearances, maybe come off the bench this season, but I think he's a sign for next season. Get him bred into the team, maybe. Aye. You know, and kind of use him up then, kind of kind, kind of next season. You know, I, I, I really can't see Ange change no, he's, not to, no, he's not going to break up that partnership with mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. far out of the season and that ball, anyway. Mm -hmm. And just your thoughts, Mark, on like this Egyptian fellow just popped up today. Uh, Mohammed Ashfi, they, they've been tracking this fellow for a while as well in, in, in Egypt. He's supposed to fill the void left. But do you think Ange maybe saw something now in O'Reilly being pushed back a bit more and he wants a different person in, in, in the Tom, Tom Logic role? Uh, but Paul, see this guy, I don't think there's anything in that. This is mm -hmm. this not coming for his agent. Oh, it's coming from his agent, yeah. Aye, that's, that's putting out there, like, if we are Aye. looking for another playmaker, does Ange actually see O'Reilly in, in the role he's in now? You know? Uh, and by, he was, by some we, spoke that that, we spoke about that before, mm -hmm. but... I, I, I mean, I've, I totally... I would keep O'Reilly playing in there. I definitely would. Even... Even just to see how, because it's, it's not, see when McGregor coming back, but he can play in the further up role where O'Reilly was playing kind of thing. And we can, we're not going to lose this league with playing Matt O'Reilly in there. Do you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we've got this kind of, we've got this maybe the rest of this league to see how it, how it actually is, how it would fare against stronger opposition kind of thing. But I've, I've said it, I said it in the last podcast, I, I definitely think that O'Reilly put, the way he's playing in there has got to be getting and food for thought of whether he's going to put McGregor straight back into that position. Mm. What surprises me, Mark, is the, the midfield already seems cramped. Aye, aye. I mean, Moy, I, know, I, mean I, I know I gave him a bit of abuse on the forum the other day. But... Fairness, he had a, he, a good... He, he, fairness to Moy, no, he had he, a good World Cup. I'll give him that. Uh, he played better you know, for Australia than he has for us. Mm -hmm, he did. I mean, there's nothing hey, but, away for that, but... Is that, is that maybe... Are they a slower team, Mark? Down know. the way Ange played? Everybody, I mean, I've, on the forum, we've all given my bit of stick about it and that, but you can't just think he's a good player for... for what we've seen him all, you can't say that he's a good player for Celtic. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've said that everything, whenever he's on the park, everything seems to kind of... He never does anything quick. And it kind of slows no. down the... And if he's in that one, he kind of further forward goes, meant to be... I mean, Paul, he's meant to be playing in a mere attacking role. Mm -hmm. as, we're, as we're saying, it's it's really that's playing the kind of linchpin CDM role. So Moy's further forward, and it's just, he's just too slow for me. He's just... He's a, People are comparing him to Beaton and that, but I don't even think he's as good as Beaton was at what Beaton done. See, mm -hmm. bringing Beaton on when 10 minutes to go, 15 minutes to go to slow down the game and stuff like that, that's ideal, but I mean, more, I don't even think Moy's that. I really don't. I mean, it's... Mm -hmm. it's I'd, I'd say at the time I thought it was a really, really strange signing, and then we're adding Mayler into this congested midfield area all the time. Mm -hmm. For the numbers, just even number wise, we need to try and get somebody out the door. I, look, I mean, look, hopefully, McCarthy can get a loan deal even for the rest of the season in January to get him away out the door and get him some game time. Eh, well, who was the young lad? We just called him back, didn't we? The young lad, so I, I don't think he'd be allowed to go back out and loan to another team, would he? Mm -hmm. 
No, I don't think so, Mark. No. Oh, there's rules against that, but we've got some of them. Can't you can't play with three teams within. Aye. Within a calendar year, I think it is. Aye, aye. Yeah. Uh, just go Robertson, Robertson, that's it. Just go, Mark, on these things that popped up about uh, Jake Marcus, that he wasn't kind of happy with this new deal and he wasn't happy about kind of being sick. And I, I kind of pointed that out to you, Mark, in, in one of the matches that he seemed very pissed off being taken taken off there one day uh, for Kyogre. He, he kind of wasn't happy. Like, I, know, I think it was the daily record, right, that thing and people were saying, like, it's a pinch of salt, like, but... For me, Mark, he does look like someone who, who's not happy about his his game time on the pitch. You know. Yeah, I don't. But I don't want players that are no playing Paul to be just sitting there quite happy. You want them to be unhappy. Exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. and if, well, if he's that unhappy and he doesn't like it, he'll get sold and we'll bring in somebody hopefully better than him. But. As I said, players, players that aren't playing should be unhappy. Mm-hmm. Should be, every player should be wanting to play every week. We've spoke about how many, how many players just happy to sit there on the bench t- taking up thousands of pounds in wages and all for nothing. Mm-hmm. So if he thinks he can get a better deal or mere game time for somewhere else, that's up to him. I mean, let's not forget. I mean, I mean the guy's only been here for 18 months. Mm-hmm. And he, he was injured for nearly six months, really. Aye, aye. And... New I so this contract talks has probably been some kind of blown out of proportions kind of idea, but the story's probably came from his agent as well. Basically, he's looking for a pay rise. I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. That basically, that'll be the gist. Of it. He's looking for a pay rise. But is he entitled to one? Just not for me to say. I agreed to a contract. Just exactly. as you said, Paul, he was, he was entitled to till twenty twenty six. I think his contract until Mark isn't it? Like you know, like. Has he really justified a new contract? Yes. Mark, no, like you, no, you, no, really, you, for me. You, you, you look at the what we were saying there be before uh, the, the the break. Like we 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 were we were saying, look at the misses that right. two strikers have have thing. Like you know what I mean? So if G Max is worthy of a contract, look up your game. Do you know what I mean? Put these misses away, like because they're not just misses, Mark. They're basic. They're sisters, really, like, you know what I mean? Aye, but I mean, him and Kyogo's guilty of that, mm-hmm. Paul. There, there's somebody, somebody said earlier on about the one a good striker, poacher type brought in. And <clears throat> I don't I don't think that either Kyogo or Jeff Marcus are good enough for going to Champions League, Paul. Mm-hmm. We need somebody, but I, I spoke about it, whether, whether we can afford the type of player we need, that's another kind of, kind of matter, but it would be a big... For me, it would take a good, good maybe to break with our record signing to get the kind of player that we need in. But to take us to that next level, Paul, that's what we think. I think we're going to need today. I mean, still, mm-hmm. eighty odd shot, eighty odd shots. Yeah. Goal, two, 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 three goals. Aye, three goals. Aye. Absolutely embarrassing. So it is. And some of the misses, as you said, Paul, some of them were some of them were harder to miss than they were to score. No, that's easy. I know that's easy for us to sit here and say, but really, for a professional player, for some of them. But you look in the World Cup, Mark, there, and you look at the likes of Giroud, there for France, a note, note number nine, who, who who feeds off these goals, you know, these Aye. crosses, and you're saying, 
they're like like this is the next level for for Celtic to be going to like, like there's a top striker mark who puts these chances away. Do you know what I mean? That that's the quality I think Celtic needs to be going for. Like they're not gonna get a Giroud, like you know what I mean? But they need someone Mark who's who, who who's gonna take away those chances. You know, Actually, and at the I, moment I mean I don't I, from what I've seen him down Belly's not really became the player that we not just does it up but I think half of Europe expect him to become the top class striker and I know there's some teams sniffing about him because he's done a free transfer, but Chief Dumb- imagine Dembele playing in the team now. Definitely. I think Dembele would have been amazing for us now. I really did. Just yeah, that's physical, the one player, Mark. I said big physical, big physical type of striker. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Mikey the other day and we were talking about, we ended up talking about Didier Drogba and I said to Mikey, that's the kind of player I want Celtic to get up front. Mm-hmm. Somebody, like, somebody like your Drogba, the big guy uh, in Concoofy, Maybe uh, Leipzig and that, do you know what I mean? Players like that. But again, can you afford them? I don't know. I don't know. Bobby is saying Gigi has 25 goals and five. Yeah, and, and that's great. Like, But should he have more is the, is the question. Do you know what I mean? He should have more. Uh, aye. Aye. You know, well, I'm not questioning his, his quality. You know, we have 23 stats as well. I mean, is that why, Mark? He's not... Well, that might be me as well, Paul. Maybe yeah, that's what I'm saying, Mark. That kind of sharpness for the... Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Starting games. You know, that's what I'm saying, Mark, is does, does GJ know that he needs to be starting? And I, I kind of said it, like, is there is there something between himself and Kyogo that GJ seems like, why is Kyogo always getting a nod ahead of me? Because anytime you see G Marcus come on, he'd get a goal or he'd do more. And then the next game, then he's dropped again for Kyogo. Like, that's really not giving him confidence either, is it? No, it definitely isn't. I'll see if it's still on here, Paul, if I can put it up. No, I must have... No, wait, there it's here. I'll see if it comes up. I mean, there's that thing there. I'm not sure. That might be a a week out of date, Paul. Mind I put it up? They, mm-hmm. I mean, you look at look at the accuracy for Kyogo, forty-seven percent. Do you know what I mean? But Giacomakis isn't he any looking much better there. Do you, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it seems to be like a thing. I mean, there, James. I mean, James Forrest, seventy percent, but he's had. That's just he's not played that for many games. Abada. I mean, there Abada is at seventy-five. It's saying. I mean, it just shows you that there's no but really anybody... These strikers, like, yeah, exactly, uh, man. There, there's nobody that's really consistently... Of, I mean, that is good stats. I know what Bobby's saying there, but you'd still think it would be... Uh, you'd, you'd expect it to be Mayor Paul. Definitely. Uh, he's no, uh, for the amount of chances that Celtic create, we should have, we should be... And that was the thing we've said that the, the Champions League started, we seemed to be struggling to score goals for then, even in the league. So I don't know whether Giacomakis is maybe... Because I thought he's not going to drop Kyogo. He's not going to know as his first choice. If Kyogo's fit, I think he's going to be starting for... Exactly. I think that's all the way, man. Kyogo's the number one up top there. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think... Thanks very much, said, you, very much for coming in again, Deep. Nice to see you, mate. Think, Mark, what we were saying... Uh, G Marcus started kind of sorting teams, but then we seen Kyogo start against uh, Livingston. 
and that just I, takes all off. He scored, aye, but he scored. Yeah, it, didn't he exactly. scored kind of thong an egg right in my cup yeah, that day? Yeah, he did, like. Aye, you know, but I thought that was going to be the way it would be, depending on who we're playing, it would be either or, but it just seems to be Kyogo as to be kind of Angie's kind of golden boy, which, fair dues, it's Angie's decision, and he'll live by, what is it, he'll live by a fawn the sword or whatever it's kind of called, but I just I would just like to see us getting a, a really... If that is going to be Giamatis, then give him the chance to prove that he's worthy of this new contract, Paul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I Do mean, you think there will be kind of a few all-cons, Mark, in January? And like, who would you think be... I think of signing John, Alistair Johnston now. I think we can nearly expect maybe Jovanovic going out or maybe if he's not going out in January, Mark, he'll be gone the summer. But I'm expecting... If if we're signing Johnson only, it's January. Yeah, I think you know? it'll be you'll be away in January. If mm-hmm. no, definitely the summer. And again, and Paul, what would you and, expect, Mark Celtic, to roughly to get for him now? He he he's contract as well uh, till twenty twenty six, twenty five, twenty six as well. He's a big contract as well, you know. You know, I think not, that's the benefit like, from the signings, Mark. Is they're all in non contract, you know. So Celtic are entitled to guess a good deal from, you know? Aye, aye, because he lost his contract, but, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, to when he was here a while, they were all talking 25 million and that, I think we can forget that kind of, that kind of valuation nowadays. Eh, mm-hmm. uh, 7, 7 million, maybe 10 Oh, there. no, I'd, I'd say maybe 10, 12, Paul. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Again, you've got to, if you don't say, oh, 10 million, 12 million, do you know what I mean? You're not going to get that, but, uh, yeah, I'd go for that, 10, 10 to 12 million. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think he'd be, I mean, when he first came in, he looked, he did, he looked, he looked really classy, even playing in the left, mind he played in the left back. Mm-hmm. He did, for a he while. He, Evening, Rod, nice to see you again, mate, thanks for coming in. Uh, and he looked, he, I mean, he did we even say at the time he was the best left back at the club still, didn't he? He did, even yeah. He was, a, he was a right back, uh, but we, well, we Taylor kicked on now. But he's never, he's never kind of, he's never even claimed the, the right back slot as his end, Paul. Really. No. And, I know, and I know that's all credit to Radisson, Martin. That's what I was going to say. That is all a big bit of credit to Radisson because he's constantly snapping at his heels, and if Juranovic, for whatever reason, isn't showing up and training or whatever, Ralston's getting annoyed. But I don't think he's really kicked on the way we, we, we thought he would. Or as he's been turned through the transfer Yeah, I just about to say that just since, since, since kind of last summer, really, Mark, he's kind of, kind of not the same, same player that we saw last season. You know, so maybe he kind of yeah. wants, if he, if he would have got that bid, like he would have wanted to move. And, you know, I, I think, you know, if a bid comes in, I I take it, Mark, really, like I would. No, aye. You know? Aye. You know? See that boy suit, has it? Plays for Australia. He was on our books when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. Folks, people right. are talking about in the chat. Uh, uh, Stoke City, he's with now, isn't it? Stoke aye, City. Aye, You know, they were saying there. looked no bad, but he was out there for about nearly nine months. Mark last season with the Achilles injury. You know, and and came back like like he's he's some defender. Like that's a type of defender, Mark. Like I'm not saying all like Celtic should go sign him, like but. A, a defender who throws his body on the line. Ah, he's throwing his body on blood, the line yeah, for Australia. Blood, yeah. blood and guts yeah. type of guy. Yeah, not afraid to get stuck in, Mark, or, 
or anything like that. Like he, he, he showed a good bit of heart. Now I must say that now for for Australia uh, during the World Cup. Is there anything else, Mark? Is I think if James McCarthy is fit. Yeah,咁佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢佢
I'd have, I'd have thought striker would have been a priority, a priority, well, we mm-hmm. don't know what's going on well, behind the scenes, you like, know what I mean, just when a deal can be announced and I, stuff. I, I put something down to then, like, you know, if if we're hearing all these rumours about Marcus maybe not being happy with his lack of game time, and if we're bringing in another striker, is that going to cause more kind of unsettlement in the front line, or do you think it's it's for them then to up their game, you know? Well, I oh, I definitely. And then it is up to the players and again back to the thing, Paul, if they're not happy they'll be they can move on and we'll bring somebody else in, but again players every player's uh, jabber put up with Scott Bain that seems to enjoy it. But every player shouldn't be happy to sit on the bench every week and no be playing anywhere mm-hmm. or stuff like that, Paul. So you do want players to be unhappy getting too cold if they think they're playing well or stuff like that. But as long as it's no festering in the dressing room, I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you see players coming off all the time and they're angry because they came off. They're angry because they're getting too off because they know they've not played well enough. That's how they're getting too off. They're angry at themselves and stuff like that. So reactions on the pitches are. It's not really. It's not really looking at the bigger picture. I mean, they're, basically they're, they're using this as because there's supposedly this breakdown in the contract talks. Mm-hmm. Again, which is what what's the break? Nobody nobody knows what the breakdown is. Is it our money or is it our the length of the deal? Is it our anything? These contract talks will be in the earliest stages. So unless there's been a serious serious fallout behind the scenes, I don't. I kind of think it's a bit of a known story to be honest, Paul. Mhm, mhm. Like my thing now, but. We're talking there, Plus, as well, Paul, it comes down to Ange to manage this. This is what a good manager does. This manages these big personalities that are mm-hmm. moaning exactly. and the attitudes and different stuff going on. Mm-hmm. My big issue here at the end, though, Mark, is we say if we bring in a striker, right? And we bring in a young striker, 20, 21 years old, that would really piss me off because we have the likes of Johnny Kenny and Joey Dawson down in. The, the youths who, for me, Mark, they, they deserve a chance to maybe till the end of the season get that chance to play the third striker instead of us bringing in another young striker to, to step it. You know, because I feel at the moment, Mark. Oh, on you go. No, I just feel at the moment, Mark, uh, it's, it's, it seems to be the same old Celtic at the moment that there's kind of no pathway. We seem to be signing more youngsters coming into the first thing rather than kind of bringing some lads up and giving them a chance. Do you know? I think Aye. that's... Well, I said that, that in the summer, Paul. Mm-hmm. I, I thought we, we spoke about it in the summer. We thought we needed a third striker in. And it was a kind of... For me, it's... Do you buy in a, a young striker that's just going to... You're going to try and progress. But again, it's holding back your youth... Your own youth players, you've you're, you're already got there. Or do you just go down the kind of older guy coming to the mm-hmm. end of mm-hmm. because let's face it they're not going to get much game time the third the third choice striker at a club like Celtic really so mm-hmm. I mean it's like well we brought in Ian Wright I, I never liked Ian Wright but you get they brought in Defoe just, that kind of route so it was either yeah. that or that and they didn't let's face it they didn't bring in either and for me mm-hmm. it's still a case we still need to we're one bad injury away from Kyogo or Giovmakis for a crisis Paul let's be honest yeah, so we, we 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 kind of saw that last season. Aye, you know. Uh, no, the reason I said about the the two lads because I've been like 
because there's no football on, I've been kind of taking notes of the B team and uh, Mark Manis and O'D have been kind of raving about Joy Dawson lately since he came back from injury. He's, he's seems to be getting goals or he's making assists for, for Vasa and he seems to be doing very... I like he, it, There's a striker, Mark, who you're saying that Celtic should be looking for. He's a big lad. Do you know what I mean? Like the chance of Celtic race would, would kind of suit him. Aye, I mean, aye. I'm not saying he's going to play or, 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 or get a lot of game time, Mark, but bring him in around the first team, like have him on the bench, you know, give him this experience because at the moment, Mark, I'm not seeing that with Andrew at the moment, giving these lads this experience, you know? I'm only seeing the kind of usual suspects in Bosman Law, Toby been there a few weeks, uh, Scott Robson been there for a few weeks, well, Scott Robson's only in there, Mark, really for the European matches just because of the the, the homegrown rule, really, you could, could, say, you could say that, like, but... There's no one else kind of in and around or, or, or getting that chance, is there? You know? No, it's not doing its timing as well, but Paul, is, do you know what I mean? It's, we had to, well, for the first half of the season, as I, as I said, there was, who was it? I can't even mean to it was we were talking about. Gucci. We're not getting into an argument about Gucci, but mm-hmm. I said they wouldn't even get any game time because mm-hmm. he, he was the eligible for the Champions League. Mm-hmm. So any player that was going to be playing in that was going to be Get, get the, uh, the chance if there was any spare game time gone so it all comes down to stuff like that as well and it's, it's only, he's only been here 18 months Paul have the, players, have the youth players improved that much that they're going to be able to take that step up unless mm-hmm. they're the, like the exceptional ones the ones we all hear yeah. about constantly the ones you've just sort of named you know what I mean yeah there, there's one player Mark that, that I actually do there's only one, one line I'm actually worried about at the moment and it, it's Bosman Law because he he is being scouted by by teams down in um and I heard this was one of the reasons he was taken out of the B team so he couldn't be scouted, you know. Right. So so this is why they kind of brought him up kind of into train with the first team kind of keep him out of the 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 scouting radar, you know. But he is being scouted by a lot of teams down south. Like to. I, I, expect him, I expect him to be in the first team squad next season, Paul. Yeah, def, I, I, I really, be, Mark, if, if I he would, doesn't I'd be really shocked. And yeah. If he isn't, I think he would probably be on his way, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, because any time now I've, I've seen him play, Mark, he's, he's, he's before be glad he can play. Do you know what I mean? You know, and... Aye, aye. You know, I just I, don't I want to see another player, a young player, Mark, leave that we kind no. of have high prospects again for. Do you know what I mean? I, don't want to go back down that route, like you know that Celtic are losing their top talent. You know it's it it just gets frustrating, Mark, doesn't this? You but know, I mean, Paul, going back to the lads that went to buy him, Newton, that Paul, even it's still it's it's hard to turn down a move, Paul, if you're a young guy and these big big mm-hmm. clubs are sniffing about. Even even if you know you're taking one of the biggest gambles of your life, going to chance your arm that one day you can make a buy your Munich first team or that, but. Who's to say that you're, that they'll know the answer? You can't fault mm-hmm. them for doing it if they're not getting a sniffy doing it at Celtic. Exactly. But is that, has this problem kind of changed that Celtic mark? You know what I mean? Is, well, I'm just, is, is this issue stuff. still there? Like, oh, well, take, you know? For me, Paul, it'll take a wee bit of a while to change the, the kind of dynamic. Do you get mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, is what, he's got the B team in that playing the exact the same style now as the first team in that is, but 
he'll still take maybe a, another, maybe, I'm saying I expect Bodgers to be in the first team squad next season. So I thought, what would that be? Two two years for Angie's been in before mm-hmm. a player actually taking the step up to kind of start claiming a, a place in the team. So I'm, I'm not panicking. I'm not, it's not, not something I'm really worried about other than now, Paul. Maybe, maybe next season, but you know, after I've been here for two years, as I said, even players that are like worth 17, they're becoming like 19, pushing mm-hmm. on 20. So that's when they should be starting to look to get into the team. Mm-hmm. Well, he is taking the next step. So, I mean, the next step is he's in training round the first team, but supposedly that's because they wanted to keep him out of the kind of the radar. Do you know what I mean? You know? But that will never so, work, Paul, because he's still so exactly. still knows. He'll still, still know exactly. Exactly. Just because exactly. I know but watching every week, he'll know what he's they're getting. He's the next mark for his development. Now, like we're saying, saying there for Wentz, like, do we actually put him up in loan? Maybe maybe in January, Mark, maybe at next season, send him out in loan for that year, get this first team for, let's be honest, Mark, like, I know the B team are playing like, but it's still not the same. I'm playing first team football week in and week out, like, is it? No, you know? definitely no. It's not. Hey, no, I'd be quite. Even, I'm saying I expect him to be in the first team squad or that next season. But even if it was a year out and loan him, a year out and loan for him, Paul, I'd be quite happy mm-hmm. with that. Definitely. I mean, we spoke about it a million times. A bit, a lot better players than we've had at Celtic. have spent a year, a year out and loan guys like Beckham in that. And then mm-hmm. when they look at McGregor and players like that, they've been away out. And for me, I do think, Paul, the kind of, kind of integral kind of party, the development of young players, to get mm-hmm. that, to get them out, and, and we're talking about young players just h- hanging about our first team, but... See, I'd actually, like to see you, Mark. I'd like to see you part of that first team squad in the dressing mm-hmm. room on a Saturday and playing mm-hmm. for the team and getting used to that. That's a big, big part of it for them. I'd like to see Lord Mark if he was going to a Scottish team. Uh, I'd like to see him go to um, maybe Aberdeen because I think Goodwin kind of uh, he wants to play football. I think he'd burn Petodre to the ground, Paul, if he took an R Celtic player and loan after the stuff and they took Liam Scales. Yeah, the, fan, yeah. the fans weren't very happy about it. No, they weren't, but uh, they, they, they kind of changed their minds fairly quickly after seeing uh, him, didn't they? You know? That's what they did. Like they want to sign him now at the end of the season, really. Like, you know. Ah, he's done well for them. He really has. He has. He has in fairness, Mark. But he was put into his kind of natural position then as well, Mark. He was put in at centre back. Who we were saying should Celtic have put him maybe in a Celtic in in in, in a centre back instead of the left hand side where he was playing with Celtic. I'd, I'd have liked to have seen him at least get a chance in yeah. here. Yeah. True. True. Anywhere else, I don't, I don't think he's. I don't think he's got much of a future at Celtic. Now, to be honest, no, I don't think so, Mark. No. no, I think, I think maybe at the end of the season, I think uh, Goodwin as well being an uh, an, an Irish man, Mark. From for th- I think he's going to go for him. He likes him. You know, he's he's the player he wanted to sign, and the minute he came to Aberdeen, Mark, he was the player he wanted to sign. Aye, aye. You know, so I think we we probably see him going at the end of the season to Aberdeen. You know, but even I mean, the thing about it is as well, but Paul, I know, I know what you're saying about the good thing about like going to, going and loan to like another uh, Scottish team and that, getting used to playing in the league and that. But oh, even a championship, but, but, someone who kind of sorted the way and playing. Aye, you know what I mean. We're talking about. I mean, we've spoke about the contacts Mark Wells go, the contacts Ange's go. 
These players could probably, if Celtic wanted to put a player out in loan, Paul, they could probably, there's probably plenty of teams to see doing in the Championship or England or even abroad that would suit. They'll, they'll know what it suits, do you know what I mean? Whether it's here in Belgium, whether it's in uh-huh. Uh-huh. whether it's in England or that, but I do think it's an important part for youth players to get out, maybe out a year's, a we, year's we, load. We talked about it there uh, the, the last couple of weeks, Mark, and I, I don't think we actually do, do we? Do, do, I don't think Celtic at the moment actually have a kind of parent club. I know we kind of used to have one in, in, in Belgium, but I don't think we do anymore, do we? Things like that. I know. Just, I know there's uh, something there with Sean McLovers, like, but Celtic aren't going to put loan players out to Sean McLovers <laughs> to be tested, like. I mean, there's no one. In where was it? He's a Gary was fake. Condolis. I mean, there was one over there and stuff like that. Aye. Santos, like San, Santo Laguna, or Santos Laguna, or something like that. That is still there with them or that? According to their Celtic of that, according to this list, it's, it was that Ustend, Ustend, KV Ustend, but that's no oh. defunct in San Os Laguna. I don't know if that's still, still going on. Mm-hmm. And who's the other club, just there? That, is that uh, the Belgian club, is it? Aye, aye, but that's, yeah. that's seen that that's no... That's, that's the last one I kind of thought we were kind of involved with, yeah. You know, because that's the first... Was that the place where we post Henry out first? Want this today? Want this? Aye, no? aye, was there, on, aye. Want, Yeah, and then he signed in for the other crowd. Then uh, at the end of the season, I think Mark want this. You know? Aye, aye. You know that? You know it's, it's we could put players out there, Mark. You know what I mean? Because oh, that's Benjamin, I thought that's broke up now. That partnership. It's gone. So it's actually on the show at the moment, is there? It's just you that Santos Laguna one that's showing up, Paul. Mhm. Well, you know, like it's something so, Mark, that like I, I, I presume, Mark, it could be in the pipeline. There could be talks there, like, but you kind of do need a parent club that you can put your your players out there to to, to get first team football. You know, Cause every kind of top club really has a kind of uh, a parent club that they do that. You know, unless they have, unless you're down England, that you you've a reserve league, you don't have to do that. But at the moment, we don't really have that. You know. Scomer SC in 2006 Scomer Soccer Club joined the prestigious Celtic FC international partnership programme but then you click the link the page isn't available that's probably gone so as well Mark the page is available like you know like you think for there like like, like what you were saying all the contacts with Ange has uh, Mark Lawlmark and stuff like that like there should be no problem in Celtic getting uh, a parent club. You know, not necessarily a parent club, Mark, but a club that we uh, have. Celtic, a feeder club. Yeah, a feeder club, yeah. Aye, aye, yeah. Celtic's a big, big parent club. Yeah. Aye, I, I, don't was, know, I don't know why they don't do something like that. Mm-hmm. Even any, any other position, do you think, Mark, that we, we oh, could I sign just, a, a player, Mark, who, who, who we're not expecting? Aye, that'll probably happen. That will probably, you know what I mean? There'll, there'll be some kind of surprise pulled out of the box. But I, I think, again, Paul, maybe, although we need to bring better quality in, kind of thing, improve the overall quality of the squad, I think we're getting to the stage as well, Paul, we need to start looking at cutting numbers up more than bringing Definitely. in more players. You know Definitely. I mean? You're not an over-bloated squad. We've got too many players sitting there 
like doing nothing. Yeah, definitely, Mark. I mean, did Angelo speak about play, using a, like a small squad when he first came he in? He said, yeah, he likes the small. He said that when he came in. He likes uh, to walk with him. 26-man squad or something like that, yeah. I'm sure. It's a bigger one than that, you know. You know, definitely, Mark, especially in around the midfield area. And I'd be very surprised, like, if we actually signed another midfielder because I'm looking going, where's he going to go? Do you know what I mean? Aye, the, aye, the numbers just don't add up. Exactly, yeah. You know, it's like, it's, it's for me, Denmark, it, it, it seems uh, the, the squad is imbalanced. You know? Aye, aye. Too much midfielders and only two strikers and then you're struggling then at the back then as well. Like, you know what I mean? With, with, with back up there. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think we've enough kind of centre-backs now with this fella coming in to kind of have your... Too many the new for the next six yeah, months anyway, really, Paul. Definitely. Good night, FTB. Thanks very much for coming in, mate. Hail, hail. You know, definitely. Oh, I'd love to see England getting beat tonight. Has that started yet? Seven o'clock, yeah. Seven o'clock, yeah. Seven o'clock. Uh, uh, I suppose there's no other position, Mark, really. Like this, as no. you said, Mark, the squad is big enough, but... Maybe, maybe you, Scott, you Hank Scott Bain, Hank Scott Bain will maybe get... I would like him too, Mark, to be honest. You know, I think, you, you know, my opinions on, on this, like I want to see my lad promoted Aye. to be number three, but he's not going to get that as long as Scott Bain and, and uh, Segrist are there. You know, but then why did we give Scott Bain another three-year contract there, Mark, last season? You know, that's another... Crazy that, wouldn't it? Crazy behaviour, yeah. man. You know, like that's, for me, Mark, is it was, it was a chance for Celtic to let him go. Like, is he, for me, he's just taking I mean, up away. When you, he's not when you spoke to, was it Dundee, was it Dundee mm-hmm. or Dundee United? When you spoke to them, you honestly said, sir. I think maybe Mark looked at some, some, some players, Mark, do you know what I mean? Is, is, is Scott being one of these players now, Mark, who's just happy to, to the play that sort of thing and just take away, yeah? You know, yeah, it, it, it probably looks like it to me. He's not going to get money he's on at Celtic anywhere else, is he? No, no. You know, and how old is he now, Mark? 36, 35, 36? He's as old as that. Yeah, he's got pain, isn't he? About 32, man, Mark, I say. Oh, no, he's 28, Mark, isn't he? He's 29. Yes, he go. You know? No, 30, 31. 31, yes. Aye. You know, if I was 31 matches as a goalkeeper, I'd week. want to be playing football, like, wouldn't you? That's you get it. Well, that is, Paul, you're getting into your prime. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. when goalkeepers start with their experience of playing for so many years comes comes through and kind of stuff like that, sir. Exactly. Like, like, for me, if Scott Bain, we say, went to Dundee, nice advice, and if he's playing week in and week out, there is a chance for him at the moment, they get caught up to the Scottish national team. Considering what's there at the moment, you have McLaughlin for Rangers getting called up. You have Craig Gordon for me, who's... I mean, he's in his 40s now, exactly. Scott Bain could possibly be Scotland's number one keeper. Yeah, if he was playing week in and week out, Mark, at another Scottish club. You know, like, this is the ambition... If I was a professional goalkeeper, Mark, if I was in that age, like, and if you look at the international team and you're looking at the keepers were there, like, I, I could have a chance there. Like, but I think he's actually happy, Mark, sitting on, sitting on that wedge. It, it, that's what it looks like to me. 
you know? Aye, maybe, aye, maybe I'd agree with you on that, aye. Mm-hmm. It's just a kind um, of, I just, uh, I've said it before, Paul, when your players come into that kind of situation, for me, it's it's, it's just like a lack of ambition. Even even down to like your personal your personal pride. Do you know what I mean? It's like if you're if you're a football player, you're you, you should have confidence in your own ability. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You should be striving to be playing to the best of your ability, week in, week out, no matter what level you're kinda of playing at. And there's just few for players that kinda of just trudge through their career and that kinda of pushes me off a bit to be honest, you know exactly, what I mean? Like, 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 you look at it there like last season, he was backup keeper, I think, at one sniffing. Not even in the League Cups, Mark, and I said that to you at the time. Uh, that was a, for me, that was a bit of a slap in my face. Yeah. I thought, Paul, that it's was shown, a final shot, yeah, isn't it? It's shown that Ange isn't having no confidence uh, in Scott Bain. This season, then, we're seeing Segris get the Cup games, all right? And we, when we did give him that contract, everyone was surprised. Like, but if I was a keeper, Mark, right? Backup keeper. And then we signed another keeper to be backup keeper, and I'm going down another level. I'm going, well, uh, my time is up here now. Do you know what I mean? You you, you, you see the, the writings on the wall, Mark, straight away. <laughs> like, do you, do you uh, know what I mean? It's, uh, it's like even look at James Forrest. Yeah. James Forrest, I mean, he's getting on about himself. He's no stupid. You know, do you get what I mean? He's not a stupid lad, although he looks a bit like I suppose, but... He knows that every every winger that's coming into Celtic's pushing him further and further mm-hmm. away. But mm-hmm. that's just what happens as you get older, as you get older playing in his kind of position. Whereas Scott Baines at an age, Paul, that keepers are getting better, so he should be pushing to yeah, be... Yeah, this age, yeah, 31, aye, like, yeah. You know? you know what I mean? He should be pushing. I mean, where, where was Craig Gordon when he was 31? Probably lying with a broken knee. Yeah, definitely. And he came back and said they gave him that chance. One to 33, Mark, and Look, look, look what he taught. I know, I know he he had, but he was a starry keeper for Smart. Oh, really like before I mean, Barkas came in. We could have had mm-hmm. a lot better, but we could, have, we could have had a lot worse. Do you know, mm-hmm. I looked at it with Craig Gordon. I wasn't mm-hmm. his biggest fan, but he done us a good few turns. And mm-hmm. so Baines, for me, is, is at that age, a keeper should be. Whereas James Forrest is probably at that age now, he's thinking about, I'll be retiring in a couple of years. That's not, that's, that, when was the last contract he signed with Celtic? 18 months ago, maybe, or something. 18 months ago, I think it was a two-year contract, Mark, I think, was it? Two years, well, it was only a two-year year one, right, but he's probably thinking his next contract with Celtic will be his last one. Mm-hmm. If he wants maybe to, he's made plenty year, of money. A yearly it, contract basis, Mark, uh, I said, oh, his next contract will be kind of... But he's made uh, plenty of money, and Celtic will obviously offer him a contract. He'll maybe fancy his chances just going and playing somewhere else, which he's quite entitled to go and do. Mm-hmm. Well, I always said that, anyway, Mark, I always said anyway, uh, for about James Forrest, if if Bison and Logic would have stayed, I think Forrest could have would have could have been sold. The reason because I think he was kept wrong was just to have that long solvent player at the club. About a continuation. Yeah, yeah just to have the long solvent player at the club who. He's surprised a lot of people again, sir. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. he's got a wee kind of wee burst of life under Ange like Rogic got when he first came in. Well, I, I, I give him credit, Mark. This is the, the slimmest and the more kind of 
fittest guy. Yeah, I've seen James Fast in a long, long time. I, I, know know. I know it's impossible for you to be able to learn to run faster, but he seems to have got a wee bit of his pace back. Yeah, that little extra step that back. Eye, like that yeah, we see that bust eye. Yeah, you know, but that's all down to Mark having it's just doing uh, your fitness and working hard, uh, isn't it? And, and work with the new sports uh, science as well, Mark. You know, I mean, having proper people in. Brian, you've got to ask if any clubs in the same wages have come in for being. That's that's the thing, Brian. That's what I'm saying. Is it? Is it just yeah. a money thing? Is it just a oh, just nobody else can match the money that Celtic's going to pay him? So you're just happy to set your own that wage. What would he be on, Mark? About 25,000 a week? Scott Bain? Yeah. chance. What would he be on? About 20? No. No, no. Scott Bain will be anywhere near that, Paul. What would you think he'd be on, Mark, roughly? He'll be one of the lowest paid players at Celtic, I'd say. 15? 12? I'd say, Paul, honestly, I'd say about 8. Honestly, I think he'd be about 8 grand a week at the top. I'd say it'd be about Mm. 8 grand a week. Anyway, he's up in the 20 grand, nearly 20 grand bracket. No chance. No, no third choice keeper. Celtic wouldn't even have offered him that, Paul. Uh-huh. Even if he was, even if he'd been on something like that. Do you get what I mean? When they're offering him a, a, a contract as a third choice keeper, they wouldn't be offering him crazy money on it, it would be. They'd probably offered him one hoping that he was... Probably, probably offered him a contract hoping he's got to knock it back. You know what I mean? 7,600, Mark. 7,600. Is it? Is that what's coming up? Aye. That's what's coming up, yeah. And and seven, and seven, it's kind of... Well, that was a good it, guess for me. In, in, in and around everything, yeah, 7,600. Let's show it to God, Mark. Another Scottish team would like... that. show it to God. That would be in... Uh, That's probably a top earner at another Scottish team, Paul. Yeah. You know, could could, could Dundee nice come in? Maybe for that is that over there kind of rage oh, back I, would, I, I wouldn't imagine Dundee United would pay a goalkeeper eight grand either, Paul. Yeah. There'll be many players at Dundee United on eight grand a week. Jesus, man. So, Mark, it has to be so, man. It has to be down to money, like, you know what I mean? Because if you ask me, like, that's not really a loss, you know, and if he's going to take another drop, Mark, it's going to be a hell of a drop. So, as he saying, no, like, it's, like, you have to look at Scott Ends, like, is it worth his while? You know what I mean? If he's on that kind, he's at the end of his another three, four years, Mark. And if he can see how he's contracted Celtic and, and all that, I say he's definitely quite happy. Like, you know what I mean? You know, definitely. You know, um, moving on. It'll be a lot richer for his team at Celtic. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember, remember uh, Jody Cruyff, shot for Manchester United, sure? Reckon he was the one the top honours there at the time and aye, aye. only played a handful of games, Mark. You know, there's there's players out there that do it like. You know? Well, there's some aye, there's some team players out there that have done it over the years. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh moving on, uh the big news uh over the, the, the break with the World Cup. Uh Celtic have announced the, a former the dev- CEO. The devil has risen. Yeah. The devil is exactly. amongst us. The devil uh, loves amongst us. Former Celtic CEO. Uh, has returned to the club uh, on the 1st of January as chairman, we place, replacing Ian Banker, who was set down during his time as Hoops. Uh, Celtic have won 29 uh, trophies, uh, but with the good times, there was always bad times. Uh, his, for me, his uh, involvement in the first team, uh, too many bad signings, uh, too many cheap signings. 
uh, failures in the Champions League. Uh, the, does it mark is the five way agreement and his involvement in that? Like uh, there's there's so many questions, Mark, and about this appointment. Like you know, I was always suspect of it that it could he could come back because he never kind of went away. Did I, he? I think we all were. We, I think we were all that. You know, worried that it was going to happen, but I just didn't think it was going. I didn't. I honestly didn't think it. Dermot Desmond. Mm-hmm. But why did you think that? Why do you think they went down this road? Why do you think they brought him in? Is it because of his knowledge of Celtic or something like that? They brought him in. Like, a, do you think now he's, he's going to be involved in more, or is he just no, going to take on the, I think the role I'll, of the chairman and just be in charge of the board? I think. I think he's be. Uh, I saw something on Twitter, Paul, and it was. Somebody put a something up off a kind of website that gives you all the like stuff like rules and regulations about how boards in that run. And if you even gone with that, there's there's certain things that Peter Law can't get involved in because it's with his remit, he's a chairman of a board and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of it will come down to how big Michael Nicholson's bollocks are, basically, Paul. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't think, like, officially, I don't think Peter Law can take much today. We think what people are worrying about. But well, you've got to remember that for years Michael Nicholson worked under Peter Lowe, and the same board people who he hired, Mark, are still there. Aye, it's uh, there's, yeah. a, there's, a, there's always going to be. It's like it's like, but for, for me the CEO is the boss. I know the chairman, mm-hmm. but the CEO runs the club. So, so it's like somebody that's worked under you, Peter Lowe's, and now all of a sudden Peter Lowe's back, but the guy that's under him's got more power than him. But mm-hmm. for me, Michael Nicholson needs to make sure that he, Peter Law's aware of Michael Nicholson's position in the way but like that we he wants to do kind things. Of, like, just, just going about what, what you're saying there, Rice, is like Nicholson was kind of the understudy really to, to piece of law, Mark. He was looking after kind of the players' contracts at the time when he was with kind of, that that was kind of his, his process, you know? And, but he kind of, when when he came CEO, he he kind of knew that he wasn't uh, a football man who knew stuff about football, and he he let Ange begin to write people into these departments. So uh, we're kind of seeing an opposite approach to 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 what to what Peter Lord doing because he he thought he was a sports director when uh, when, he, when, he, when when Park left. Ah, uh, he thought he was director of football. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's well known. Now, Brian mm-hmm. saying, does it honestly really matter who's the chairman of Celtic PLC? It doesn't really, Brian, but it does when it's Peter Law. See, that's it. That's, that, that's, that's the problem, Mark. This is a no, guy, I mean, I don't, I've not got any great Mark, what you, I remember Peter what Lowe. you said, Mark, you, just, just one, one point that you made before uh, about Peter Law is, is when he walked into the boardroom as Celtic CEO and it was his way or no way. It's like Vince McMahon with the yeah. WWE. Exactly. That's 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 the kind of guy Peter Lowe is. And don't get us wrong, he's worked hard to get to have that power that he did have, and not just Celtic and Scottish football. And again, Paul, he's got to be part of the club for this ECA board that he's on. Whether that mm-hmm. should be the chairman, that's what we're kind of talking about. But it's just it's. It's Peter Lowell, it's just his kind of attitude. If he just goes in there and he's happy to be chairman and just trot along doing that, 
that's fine. There'll be any problems about it. Mm-hmm. Just leave the guy, leave the guys to do their jobs and just do his job and don't try to interfere with it because that is what he used to do. What is it they call him? Is it micromanaging the court? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. He, he, he wants to know every wee detail of every department of what's going on. And a chairman Thanks just needs to know that. his control of the club, Mark, that he aye, had. Aye. You know, that's the worry, really. Ah, yeah, um, Bobby will be getting involved in Liverpool will be getting involved in matters that don't concern him, and that's the worry. Nicholson doing a fine job, just doesn't need interference. That's that's spot on. Exactly, that's it. I mean, I, I think we're quite right to be worried about it. I really do, but I'm not over, overly worried. I'm just thinking, if, surely there's been the conversations. You look, Peter, you're coming back as chairman, but. Michael Nicholson and Ange, mm-hmm. they'll come to you when they, they'll come to you. You don't go to, do you get what I mean? Especially, Mark, now where everything at the club seems to be running smoothly. You know, there's a good relationship between Ange and Nicholson. You know what I mean? Just signing players that Ange wants. You know what I mean? I don't want to go back to us signing players like, uh, what, what was his name, Mark? Uh, Kazik Colin, Kazim Richards. Yeah, who was not suited to Ronnie Dyer's style totally. The opposite player to what Ronnie Dyler would have went for at the time. Do you know what I mean? You know that Aye. we don't sign players, Mark, who just, just aren't good enough for Celtic. You know, well, I mean, and I think said, Paul, that deal with Kazim Colin, Kazim Richards, that was basically because he did atta- hand, wasn't it? Yeah. Aye, he attacked a reporter over in Turkey. Was it Turkey he was playing in at the mm-hmm. time? He attacked a reporter over in Turkey. I said something to a reporter around, there was something about a reporter around Turkey and he was getting into bother or that and the bull do do the hand phone big Pedro asked him if he could get a move to Celtic for his client and that and the next thing it was done mm-hmm. and I can't remember off the top of my head there was, a, there was another striker we were in for at the same time and we went for us calling Kazim Richard yeah 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 um, one thing I found kind of uh, strange as well Mark in um in, in his appointment was Ange's comments, and this is something that me and you kind of suggested happened in Ange's appointment was Peter Lord was one of the persons kind of brought me to Celtic, you know, and we were saying Aye. at the time, Mark, was that Mark Lord recommended this to his dad and Peter Lord to think so. I actually look at no, Mark, I actually think that was what happened, and Dominic uh, McCoy at the time claimed this. I died. Mm-hmm. I okay, did claim it. And, mm-hmm. it okay. and it did fit in, Paul, because he'd you know, worked for the Japanese you know, in Japan with something to do with rugby and that and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So he'd see, and he came out with stuff that he knew Ange for his time where they were doing that. And mm-hmm. I don't, that was another bizarre decision with the Mackay appointment. But I think it, I did, I thought, I think it was Peter Lowell that made it David when you look back and kind of read between the lines and see what's happened from then to now. Do you think mm-hmm. Peter Lowell was a big part of that? And, uh, I, did, was it, did he'd been on the shortlist. International team. He was on Celtic's radar where before he went to Japan, right. and that was at the time when that, um, when Ronnie Doyle left and we brought in Rogers. Right. That's right. when Ange kind of. But then there was kind of a thing saying, well, 
he's not kind of proving yet outside Australia. And then he went to Japan and then kind of it kind of all evolved then after that, you know. So he's been on Celtics kind of Aye. books for for Roy, like. But then when we were speaking, then Mark, why didn't we bring him in after Rogers if he was on Celtic instead of like this is all the problems I have, Mark. Is that time Keith Law gave Len the job and the show was like that's what I'm afraid that if he's involved, we could go down this. Do you think if he's Siamese yeah. cat will be back at Celtic Park as a coach? I tell you, boy, he's in the fucking showers already hiding. <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen him on Twitter lately? I did, boy, yeah. I was going to write in there the other day. He put up, uh, it's a time for one fan to answer one question. I was going to put up when you plan to go into the show was that Peter Rowell is back in Celtic. <laughs> but, but, well, uh, Jesus Christ. Do you know what, man? We're looking for a director of football, right? <laughs> and it would not surprise me if Neil Lennon popped up and said, let's go no, football now. No imagine chance. that. You know? No <laughs> just imagine this. Jesus Christ. Like, you know? But do, do, do you think, Mark, he will have involved, or do you think... Uh, Nicholson now is a tough man and keep him in the board and I'm the CEO. Like this for me it's not just a test for for for, for Celtic, but it's it's a text t- test for Nicholson to show the Celtic fans I'm the boss. Peter no, I... is not going to be involved in this. I'm running this club. He's not going to be involved in transfers. He's just going to be running the board. Board meetings, what's going on, or the AGMs and stuff like that. This is what Nixon needs to do now, isn't this? Ah, but he's not going to come out and announce that. No, I know that. But, no, but we'll see it. Aye, hope, but we'll yeah. see it. Aye, we'll see it by the way. Well, I mean, is that, is that why they get the business done early? <laughs> Peter takes her on the 1st of January and the Kibayoshi and the weekend Canadian boy, the, the mm-hmm. deal suddenly fall through because he read tape. Because like Marquis, <laughs> if you look at piece of law now, like he's come into this club, it's run differently to where he was running it like Celtic now. Brian, just, there's no been, there's, I'm surprised there's not been more of a meltdown regarding law. You should, you should go on Twitter, Brian. Yeah, see, Mark, <laughs> it's, 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 there's, it's, been a, there's been a it's, serious it's, meltdown. It's been, about it's been announced at the right time, yeah. Mark, because there's no football going on. You know, they knew this was happening at the AGM when it was asked who's replacing Ian Banker. When he embarked this, said that decision be announced at the right time. Aye. And the right I, time, Mark, to know that. See if it was going yeah. to be that, 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 yeah. that Lassie Brown, Brown or whatever it is, Claire, is it Claire Brown or name? If it was mm. going to be hard, they would have announced that at the AGM, I think. Yeah, definitely. And the only reason, Mark, they didn't announce that at the AGM because there would have been uproar at the AGM. Aye. And because there's no football, no, Mark, there's no matches going on, Celtic fans can't show their unrest at disappointment inside the stadium. You know, like here's a man coming into a club, Mark, whose poster was outside Celtic Park with Neil Lane to get out of the club. I know. You know, and for me... It's... And that was only two years ago, Paul. Yeah, exactly. You know, we came, Look for... at where we came from for then to where we are, and then they go and bring Lowell back. I think that's what a lot of fans are worrying about. But just even down to the fact, like... We're getting on so so well. The relationship between the club, the fans, the management, and even the board now, kind of thing. And mm-hmm. then the next thing they've pulled this kind of 
I'm not going to call it a joker out the pack, but it just kind of blindsided people. But a lot of people did think it and say it and worry about it, and they've been proving well, all the kind of gossip that was going to be him. It's been right all along because there's no way this has just been a snap decision, Paul. You say they knew the AGM was exactly, going yeah, to be. That's the only reason Mark did it, and, and they picked the right time, really, didn't they? When the World Cup is on, everyone's watching the World Cup, and it's kind of they, they kind of did it under the radar, really, Mark. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Kind of announcing it then. I mean, we might be sitting here worrying about nothing and we've wasted half an hour talking a lot of garbage about know, Peter Lowe. Well, like it's still got, it's got to be talked, it's got to be spoke about, in my opinion, really. Cause... You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you're, you're going back to the times there, Mark, when, when we were saying, like, the likes of when you were signing, the likes of Scott Allen for, do you know what I mean, players who, who just want good enough, Mark, signing players Aye. who, like, what does this be, you know, for, for Mark Lord? Do you know what I mean? Like, if he's going recommended players and if Peter gets involved, no, no, who's next on the list? And then Mark says, aye. well, he's see, not good enough. For, like, aye, see, that's what I'm talking about, Paul. This about. is where everything can crumble, Mark, inside even, the Even Rooney's mum and dad's for a Sunday dinner and Peter's in Mark Lowell's ear and do you get what I mean? I'll be off oh, about so-and-so. I don't think he's really pulling his way. We can maybe do this and do that and stuff like that like, because there's that personal connection as well. It's, mm-hmm. it's got all kind of connotations of things that could go wrong, but as long as he just keeps himself to himself, it sticks to just doing the job that he's meant to be doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not a young man either, Paul. So maybe, no, he he's, does. maybe he's happy enough just to be like a wee kind of chairman that just kept in, kept in the well, lucky. Maybe that's, maybe that's like, we're worried about not, Mark, because he is a Celtic man. Do you know what I mean? And Aye. it's a chance for him to come back to Celtic. Aye. And maybe this is his chance to come back to Celtic in, in a different role. And as you said, Mark, it's he's kind no, of a semi-retired no role kind of him for him. Aye, you know? aye. Because, you I know? mean, let's face it, it's not the chairman that kind of sets the, the policy of how the club's getting run. That's down to the board in general. And Michael Nicholson's on that board now because he is the CEO. Mm-hmm. So he's on there and other guys, maybe, I mean, Peter, we're saying about Peter Lowell always being the main man in the room, but maybe other guys with Peter Lowell no being the main man for a couple of years now, the last 18 months, whatever, these guys have found their own kind of voice. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Maybe just, a, even if Lowell... That's what I'm saying, Mark, like, the, the, like, hopefully we kind of see that with him coming in, that he, he now sees, like, the club has is, is gone in a different direction, that he's there on his way, is no longer there now. Celtic are gone, we say, up the hill rather than staying in the middle. Aye. Like we were with Peter Lord holding us back in, in Europe, Mark. Like you go to times there, Mark, like our transfer season depended on if we qualified for the Champions League. Aye. You know, and which... Uh, I, which think, like I, I think you'd change that day, honestly. I'm, I don't, I, I've got to talk about it, as I said, Paul, but I, I honestly do, in my heart, believe that we're kind of worrying about nothing. Okay, I... Basically, Mark, he's he's kind of chairing the meetings. That's kind of 
going within the club. It's a kind of it's just it's a kind of figurehead role into it really as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's not like back in the days of the Whites and the Kellys when the chairman ran the roost. It's just a mere, it's a kind of mere honorary, into a kind of honorary role. I think that's what it is, Mark, just bringing them back because he's, Aye. As, as, you think, as you said there, like, he kind of sees it, Mark, as a kind of semi-retirement role. Aye. Just to be, just, just to be back at Celtic, like you the, know, the main man sitting in the board meeting is just listening to everybody. And, uh, I, as I said, I'm not expecting Lowe to be back. He's a big, the big fat. Like Linus in there, bankered into anything. Couldn't fit. Like, yeah, bankered uh, just did nothing. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Uh, you know. Uh, and that's the last. just carries that one. That's fine. Banker reminds me the. Do you mind are you being served? Yeah. Mind yeah. young Mr. Grace, he was about yeah. 900 years. That's who being banker reminds me of that old guy yeah. who are you being served. And and, and he thought was that bank was there, he's, he's best with, oh no, yeah, we, we can't get involved in that. No, uh, that's, uh, that's, that, that's an SPL uh, investigation. No, we can't get involved in this. Uh, we can't uh, get involved, involved in that. You know? He, he was as much a Celtic supporter as my mum's father was, and he was. What did you say, Mark? That he had oh. season tickets, went to far across the road, didn't he? Aye, through his company, aye, through his. Uh, some, it was a drink company, Paul. I can't even mean to ask the top of my head what it was whiskey, called. I think, was, was, was aye, but I did invest it or buy it, Emmons in that, and uh, even, even uh, what, was it an AGM? A press conference, somebody asked him about his first memories of watching Celtic. He just didn't answer. Yeah, I remember no, that. Yeah. Aye, aye. Remember you saying that to me? Yeah, I remember you saying that he couldn't answer, answer the question. You know? Um. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah, Brian saying, yeah, exactly, Paul, my chairman's in the back. Well, well but, but that's what we're hoping, Brian. You know what that's... Exactly what we're hoping, but there's a worry with Peace of Lord being Peace of Lord. Anyone else, I wouldn't be worried about, Mark, but Peace of Lord being Peace of Lord and him being at Celtic, Mark. No, in fairness, Mark, you do have to give him some credit of the trophies he won and dealings with transfers and stuff like that and and bringing money into the club, Mark. Do you know what I mean? You know, you do. But when you start to get involved in that, that... the football decisions, Paul. That's where it all started to mm-hmm. go wrong. Because mm-hmm. I mean, don't get us wrong. He's a CEO. He's entitled to throw his opinion in. Do you get what? Do you get what I mean? It's, it's still he's still got to. He's got to kind of justify. No, to the he's got to the CEO's got to justify to the board, and even even to a certain extent, the fans spending X amount of money on a player kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it was just. And let's be fair, Mark, we, we, we kind of looking under Nicholson, like I know we signed a, a lot of players, like but we haven't spent a lot of money. And that's down to, as you always said, Mark, having the right 
people find the right players. Aye. You know, and we've bought some really decent bargains on the end. You know, and that's only because we we had this a proper scouting team, Mark. We Aye. had the right people doing this. Do you know what I mean? Like we could have. It wasn't just it wasn't just a, a favour to an agent that you bought for no, all the we time could have went off like there, that. Mark, and we might have found Mass O'Reilly, and we could have spent five million on another a Yeti. I mean, they're they're, they're wrong decisions, you know. I got big end charm. I mean, don't get us wrong. One good season for us, probably a big man. But look at what did we pay for end charm? Four and a half million. Mhm, mhm. four and a half million back then in the days? Money about eight million pound. Oh, eight million, Look what you're looking at, O'Reilly. Then, Mark. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 not in there really. Like how the how the club is run now compared to. I mean, when we'll, it was. We'll, get, we'll get at least 15, 20 times what we paid for Matt O'Reilly. Definitely. Back. Definitely. That's Definitely. just what you're saying, probably. There's all these players out there. I mean, even early, I mean, one of the biggest mistakes as well that I always had against uh, Peter Lowe was a uh, John McGinn one. Yeah. I think that was the turning point that for was Rogers, Mark, wasn't this? Aye. That was, was the need, there, was need, there was absolutely no need for that deal to collapse. The only reason that deal collapsed is because Lowell dragged his heels. People can see that, but then Aston Villa came in and again changed his mind. But that was because Lowell was dragging his heels and pissing him about. Mm-hmm. John McGinn wa- wanted to sign for Celtic. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Well, Till till Lord started penny-pinching again. Do you know what I mean? You know, the people are lying, but Rod Petrie wanted more money off of Hibs, off of Celtic, and he did off Aston Villa. He's entitled to do that, Paul. As I've said, there's a kind of in transfer fees. If you're selling to a rival... But, Mark, you see that down in South. Aye, if you're selling... If Manchester United are going buying a pair for Arsenal, you, you're, you're competitive to pay that extra bit of money. Aye, so, if you're going to go for a player off of Arsenal, it's £120 million. Pound. Right, they're talking about that Declan Rice for West Ham, it's a hundred million pounds at the minimum in that. But mm-hmm. if that Spanish team came in for Declan Rice, it would maybe only well, be exactly. 70, 80 million. Like, well, There's always a premium if you're selling to a rival. It's, it's, like it's like Hibs getting to a Scottish Cup final against Celtic. Right, and John McGinn popped up and scored a winner on Celtic, win at 1-0. Mm-hmm. Hibs have lost out in a trophy. They've lost out in the money that they've made for winning the cup. They've lost out in all the celebration stuff because of sell their fans for a player that they sell to Celtic with no kind of premium on top of that for that reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just the way transfer fees are kind so of worked out. You look at this loose Fox and D-Mark, if we did go for him, there was no way we were getting loose Fox for three million off Aberdeen. No. Do you know what I mean? No, we there'd be maybe four, four and a half, five yeah, or so. Yeah, five, Mark, at least, anyway, Mark, I said. You know, and again, yep. Paul, and Aberdeen or whoever, just like Celtic, I'm titled to ask for £20 million for Juranovic in January if they want to. Every mm-hmm. team's entitled to that, set the price for their player, and then that's mm-hmm. where the negotiations start. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, uh, look, there's been a kind of a shift of management. Uh, Geo, I think, Mark, we're kind of uh, expecting that to happen anyway, that, that Geo will kind of Aye. be. He moved on, but since new manager Michael Demol Beal came in, watch out, Beal's about. Watch you out, Mac. Mac. you know, you know, coming in saying, uh, I saw a report today saying his Rangers squad is any uh, as good as a Celtic squad. Well, 
Celtic squad is averaging 20 in their 20s. Well, your squad is averaging 40s. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't see how you... going to see? You know what I mean? But <laughs> really, what's he going to see? My squad's shite. Here's the manager, Mark, who hasn't won a game in five games in QPR. Uh, I'm not I'm, I'm not one bit worried about disappointment, Mark. No. You know? we. What did you say? I remember you said something to Forum uh, there last week. Veal seems to be a good coach, but he's kind of failing as kind of being, being the main man. I think you said something like that, was it? Uh, it's just been, there's a big difference, Paul, between just a coach and being a manager. Mm-hmm. No, and that's, that's I mean, there's no doubt about it. He is a good coach, but he's kind of struggling more with the kind of management side of it. The, the, because, well, let's face it, he's not even got the experience. Mm-hmm. He's only been a, been a manager for 20 odd games. Other guys are, I mean, you know, I, I've been talking to people on Twitter about guys I went to school with, and we were talking about guys, right? Be Paul Hartley. We Paul Hartley should more games as a manager than Mick Beale. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's no, he's no went away and learned his trade and learned how to be a manager. And you can't, see if you're, you can't, it's like you can't, you can't, you can't even kid on your somebody else. So what's he going? To, is he going to try and replicate like Stevie G's style? You, you can't do that. You get what I mean? You've got to be your in. If you're the manager, you've got to be kind of unique, your own personality. And you've got to believe in yourself that much and he's just no got that mm-hmm. he's no got that kind of I, I don't like to call it arrogance but that kind yeah. of that kind of the only, the only kind of attitude you can gain through experience and how to deal with certain players and certain problems and stuff like that mm-hmm. I mean if you're a coach players can come in oh press has got a press has got to release a photo of me next week I was caught cheating on my wife and stuff like that the manager mm. needs to deal with that. The coach doesn't even know about that. Do you get what I mean? It's nothing to do with that. The coach is nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. See, he's got these kind of problems that he's just kind of encountering mm-hmm. for the first time in his career and getting into that shithole. Just that. I was saying then, like, I was he'll not be Celtic. He'll not be Celtic. He'll not be, be their manager this time next year. No, I was listening to all report then, Mark, saying uh, exciting times ahead. Uh, uh, we're finally going to get attacking football and then if you look over to what QPR fans are saying they said it was the most defensive style of football they ever played in, in their history you know right. what I mean? so wait, what can he do Mark it's an aging team like two players who mostly are going to leave in January or leave in the free next season two of these main players who clearly to me Mark they don't want to be there you know, Morales is not going to sign a new contract. He's not the player he was four years ago. He hasn't been, you know, and for him to be that player, Mark, he needs to move on, you know, because he doesn't want to be at the club. Ryan Kent, you explained there in the previous podcast, uh, doesn't want to be in Scotland anymore either because of personal reasons in a relationship with regard broke up. He wants to move away. You know, it's, I think, like, and, if they and, think, Mark, they think, Paul, that's two players that are out of contract. And then right, you look at then, McGregor. McGregor. Davis. Davis. That, who's the big, big, massive heated guy for Liverpool? Lunch, lunch, lunch. lunch, lunch he lunch, he was back down the road as well. Mm-hmm. He'll be further off. You know what I mean? Davis is... He must be, he must be about your age, Paul. What, 48? Oh, 47? 
Still fucking really 40, you bollocks. <laughs> I think it's about in his 40s, Mark. I think they just must, say I that. It must be. I, it must I think be they said that when he was playing with Northern Ireland. I think yeah, I was like, like, there's not. I, I don't so see. you deep saying 36. Wait, that Steve Davis is only 36. Oh, he must have the same kind of paper round as Mikey, man. He must have been doing paper rounds in Chernobyl when they were young. Mm-hmm. Well, he looks, he looks, he looks ancient. Right? <laughs> I, you I know, he's all done that. Like, so they've got these poor people, and where's that? Where are they going to get money for? That, that, that's I mean, my question, Mark. Where's oh, he going to get this? Aye. You know, I think he was being lied to Mark in his thing that there will be a budget there. There's, there's, there's not going to be a budget there, like, you know, he's not going to have like Van Bronckhorst Bron- Bron- came out and said there's no. There's, Money is people think is here, isn't it there? Mm-hmm. You know, and if you think for there, Mark, there are six players we named there that are going to be gone next season, you know, and have they got the money to buy the quality to replace them? I don't think they do. I really don't. No. You know, you know Davis is 38 and on the 1st of January. 38. But, but, Paul, these guys are players that are playing for them, their first choice picks. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. no as if it's no as if oh, we're, we're losing a couple of squad players in that. I mean, well, I mean, Marellis is. <sighs> I, a bit wide. I, I don't even. Do you honestly think anybody would buy, oh, not even buy him, Paul? Do you think anybody would even want to sign him now? How, how could you, Mark? Looking at him like he's just out of shape. Do you know what I mean? Like if I was him on this break, I'd be trying to get in myself. In some bit of fitness, Mark, if I heard new manager was coming in, but there was Morales drinking cocktails over in Columbia with his wife. Do you know what I mean? On, aye, on Twitter. Aye. Do you know what I mean? So there, that's for me, Mark, as a player who he reminds me. He reminds me so much of Neil Lennon, or not Neil Lennon, uh, Griffiths. You know, it's as if he's, he's kind of fell out with football. Yeah, you know that's a, a player that looks to me, Mark. That just and I think that's what I, 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 that's a kind of it's about a different. They've came for, for different angles, Paul, but they're based at what you're saying. They're having Lee Griffiths have came to kind of same junction in their career. Yeah, they could have been. They, they could Mrs. be much made, more. The Mrs. Gri- made him at work the other day. He was in at Aldi's. Lee, Gra- Lee Griffiths was in Aldi's in Hamilton the other day, aye. And here are you sure exclusive, he... I know. My sister in law. Works... handed in a CV. <laughs> handed in a CV. My sister in law works in this week. I'm not going to say where it is, right? It's a children's play area thing. And there was a there was a party for a kid last week, in whose thoughts in Lee Griffiths and Kyle Lafferty. Jesus Christ, a bit. Lee dark. Griffiths, Lee, Lee Griffiths, Griffiths going to uh, to child no, parties, no <laughs> No, Lee Griffiths, Lee Griffiths and Kyle Lafferty are going out with sisters. Are they? Aye, so Lee Griffiths' girlfriend is sisters with Kyle Lafferty's girlfriend. So it was there all their wains that were in this play area thing. Jesus Christ, like there's. That's a strange friendship there, uh, isn't yeah, it? Uh, yeah, like, yeah, Griffiths oh. there, like he's... You yeah, imagine how that ends on my Saturday, Saturday exactly. night when they're running out of the, the coat yeah. and that. <laughs> like Griffiths hatred there for Hearts and, and for Rangers, like, and there was Lafley then a couple of weeks back there calling the Celtic support a Fenian beat in a, in a nightclub. <laughs> you know, just... Well, they might be merit, I don't know, but basically Kyle Lafferty and my brother-in-law situations in a... Jesus Christ, by both role models, huh? You know, 
but I, I know, I know. Imagine, imagine the two of them moving around down together. Mm-hmm. So it's been as their new manager, not hard anything since Gio left. So, but Paul? And, uh, Yudif is saying there, so is Beal the new, their new manager? Not hard, yeah. Beal is the new manager uh, of, of Rangers, Yudif. Like, it, Mark, if they think Beal is going to cost a nine point lead uh, in no. Celtic, no, so he'll, I get really a free pass for, he'll get a free pass for the next the next six months, Paul. Mm-hmm. I don't think even the staunchest of will be expecting him to claw back the league. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Yeah. just. Yeah, for me, Mark, this league, like, as we said there, Mark, like if if Celtic lost this league after a thing, I, I'd be calling for Ange to go. Aye, aye. You know, most definitely, like you know what I mean. I, I wouldn't, I, w- I wouldn't accept that, Mark. No, you know, it'd, really it'd, be, it'd be a complete disaster. And it'd be it'd all really when like this happened because Peter Lawn came back into the club and it'd be fucking, it'd be downfall, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mike. I actually Peter Law would get a baby crucified, Mark, wouldn't he? We say a meese boy would be going mental on Twitter. Jesus Christ, man. These wee ginger fingers would be going crazy. You know, like, I, I still can't believe, like, and the lads there who are on Twitter, like, Siamese boy there, like, how, how we can't deny he's not Lee Lennon is just beyond me, Mark, isn't this? You know, it's Lee Lennon. Like, it stops when he gets this job over in Cyprus. You know, the cryptic crowd there and when he gets sacked, then he's back in Twitter, then talking Aye. about Celtic again. Like, even Aye. when he was giving interviews for Denmark when he was winning the league, or winning games over there, not the league, but winning games, he was still talking about his time at Celtic in their interviews. It's him and... Or his or agent, I think, his agent. It? It's probably the two of them that are running it. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get us wrong, some it's quite funny. I mean, he put up something the other day and it was only about one percentages of managers and stuff like that. And quite, I think he was number four. Just, just, just get a buy and stuff. I, just, I, I don't know if he's doing it for a laugh. Do you get what I mean? I don't know, yeah. It, 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 it is. Like, but you know what, though, Mark? If give Lenny's credit where his credit too, like he does have good staff as a Celtic manager. Get skin like a rhinoceros and off, Paul. He's sitting here on Twitter like that, but... You know, they 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 are they are some good stuff. You deep saying if Bill so respect in England, why is he taking a job at Sevco? Oh, Wolves offered him a job the other week. Mm-hmm. See the chance to go. Why did he contact him, Mark? I think Mark Wolves are going to go down, and he knew that 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 would ruin his reputation. I think now Mark he he thinks he's going to come up here, get a trophy like Stephen Gerrard, and get a nice job again in the in, in the Premier League like Gerrard did. But this is a different club now since Gerard left like I mean Gerard actually got a bit of money to spend they backed him to, to stop the 10 in the row and that's the only reason they backed Stephen Gerard Mark was they put all their eggs in one basket to stop the 10 in the row and now they're feeling the effects of like we said that would happen that they'll feel the effects after stopping Celtics 10 in a row aye aye you know? just everything went into that the amount of money mm-hmm. they punched in it and feared those and that's the only it. reason Gerard got back, Mark, was that. And look, that was. A, but he'd have like, been sacked, Paul. He would have been sacked if he hadn't been in a lockdown. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can go back and look on it on the internet. It's all still searchable. They were screaming for him to be sacked before mm-hmm. he went into lockdown. Mm-hmm. Like, you think of it, Mark, that in, in, in that COVID season around the world, 
You mean every uh, every league, every single yeah. big, every PSG league went crazy. Lost the French league, Juventus, Juventus, I think, lost this. Uh, I'm surprised at that. I'm surprised too. If the money Juventus were thrown about to bribe yeah. everybody. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it, it was one of the strangest. You know, it was one of the strangest. Hey, that Juventus on some state the now, isn't they? Jeez, Mark, there's something going on there. No, that's oh. a whole board. Even, even like. Uh, Red, Red, he's an idol mark in Juventus and something's wrong up there if he's left the board you know there's something seriously I think it could be as big as that last scandal over Natalie Paul yeah. I'm reading up on it and that yeah it's it's something mark that's serious going on in that club at the moment like so uncertainty like that's going basically, on they're, basically they're fixing the books Paul mm-hmm. and see the thing about it this will be comparable to what happened in Scotland in 2012 See, I mean, let's look at what happened to Juventus the last time the scandal. Yeah, they got relegated before, Mark, before Aye. PC Pazit. Stripped of titles mm-hmm. and everything. Good night, mm-hmm. Brian, mate. Thanks very much for coming out again, yeah, mate. I Good night. That, Mark. They did. You know, I think yeah, the only player that stayed with him at the time was Buffon, wasn't it? Aye, he was stripped, stripped of titles and everything that was going on. Jesus, and, man. I mean, the Italians don't mess about when it comes to that if you get caught. No, I mean, no and, and look, Mark, it's, 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 it's getting caught because of folly. I tell you, that was cut up. But if there's that much evidence out there that they can't, they can't ignore it. They will pummel you. you and especially I mean? too, Mark. No, when FIFA now are getting more involved, now uh, the financial fair play. Like we still have to see the outcome of our crowd giving their books over, Mark. Do you know what I mean? You know, that kind of hasn't come out yet. That kind of has. I did, I'm not going to say it's died down, but. Nothing has. I don't. I don't think have their books gone over yet. Who, Paul? Uh, Rangers. Remember FIFA. Aye, aye, aye. Well, there's a council of it in when they get released other the other week kind of thing. I'd probably uh, UEFA before that, but they're still kind of, they're still on the watch list. Mhm. They're just mm-hmm. because. So how can they go up and spend like back a new manager property well, the Chad and Celtic when the thing they'll again, be watched Paul, by FIFA? Yeah. Aye, that's the thing. See all this the kind of way they were working with all this kind of shares, shares. shares to equity stuff and all that. They can't do, they can't do that anymore. So that's, with, with FIFA being involved, so Mark, they can't do that if they want to UEFA, be involved in... UEFA, UEFA. sorry. Aye. So they can't be involved in that, so, like, selling shares if they want to play in Champions League football. They won't be left, basically, I think, if uh, their no, books don't match no, up. No, that's in, in right, case. aye, aye. They can't keep. They can't keep running the way they're running the now. Or mm-hmm. The way they have been, because right, I know they've got put the account said right. And they made money out of Europe and that, but they've got these kind of court cases and that hanging over them and stuff. And yeah, so they've no, another one now, Mark, with the, uh, the Australian trip, like. But it's you just know? no. It's just not going to be as easy for them to kind of. It's not. You're not cheating. You're not. It's not cheating. It's not like cheating the tax man or things like that. It's just kind of massaging the books to. Yeah, but, so, Mark, so, but if you if you only need to meet these certain rules, Paul, and you can mm-hmm. bend bend the rules just to meet them. Every team every team done with Rangers have been doing kind of in a different way. But yeah, yeah. it's just but like the problem at, is, Mark, it's like looking at Man City and PSG mm-hmm. with a big massive sponsorship deals. It's just a way you run about them. But now the way you run about them are tightened up, and all these kind of avenues are shutting down. So Rangers can't mm-hmm. keep going the way they were going because every mm-hmm. year they've got they've had going concerns in their and their accounts and that that's like that news that kind of that's a, a whether that like for the last maybe five years that's a kind of 
like amber light to UEFA. No, that's a kind of red light. That's a big, big thing if you've got a going concern in your accounts kind of thing. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. They, will, they'll need to, they need to tighten their belt. Uh-huh. Right, the thing that I look at, Mark, is that the, the Scottish FA, just, just let them do it. You know what I mean? Let them uh-huh. sell these shares and knowing that it, it was wrong. Do you know what I mean? But look, it's... It, even when you get back to that, resolu- that resolution 12, Paul, when they shouldn't have got the UEFA licence because they'd overdue public public taxes. Yeah, but did, like they, did this Scottish FA kind of do Scottish FA just, just uh, I mean, that was that uh, Roger Mitchell. I, mm-hmm. I kind of mean if it was a podcast or a, an interview he'd done that I read, and he said at the time, he said, Celtic and Rangers are the be-all and end-all in Scottish football. He says, there's no way in the world the SFA or the SPL were ever going to turn them down for anything. So any paperwork, basically, that they sent in was just... And he tried to lump Celtic in with that. And then somebody piped up and said to him, well, how did, what happened with George Cadetti registration then? Mm-hmm. If everything that Celtic Ranger just sent in gets signed off, signed off, how did they all manage to do that? And they didn't have an answer for it. So, but mm-hmm. that's what it was. It was just... There was no way... There was no way the SFA or SPFL were going to top flag up that Rangers weren't meeting the criteria for a European licence. They weren't. Mm-hmm. They, they, it just was never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, that's uh, enough time now kind of spent on our neighbours, uh, thank God. Um, so Celtic now, Mark, I think they're, is it this weekend they're travelling to, to Portugal, I think, for the, for the training camp. Um, did I read they're kind of going to be playing the matches against Lens? Ah, you've got a friendly uh, lined up or a bounce game, whatever you want to call it. Over there. Now, now, the two lads have been out of the the World Cup now uh, since the weekend, Vickers and uh, Aaron Moy. So, would you think they'll get a week, get two weeks off, Mark? Do you think they'll be back with the squad for this this Aberdeen game on the 17th? That they'll also the thing now early and... But they're going to have a wee break, like they're not going to, they're obviously not going to be travelling to the training camp in Portugal, but they're still match fit, Mark, because they've been playing kind of week in no, and week out. Do you think they'll be involved think, in that, no. or do you think they get an extra break? I don't, well, I don't think Moy will be because Carl McGregor's back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, no, I think probably Carter Vickers will get, they'll get a neck, they'll get probably, I, I don't know. Two weeks off, a week off anyway. Yeah. Forget about the news. Two weeks this week we play the minute. Yeah, that's the same. Carlos Vickers, I Carlos Vickers probably will be back for that. Aye. But that's what I'm saying, Mark. No, now he's like he doesn't really kind of look at that. Like no, he doesn't I mean, like that's, it. that's giving him a week off to spend with his family and have a wee rest and that, and a week back at training. So I don't see mm-hmm. why he shouldn't be fit for the Aberdeen game. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah, he's back in Lenstown the week after next, Mark. I I would presume. That's when he'll want, uh, he'll end up back, yeah. That's when he'll end up, and I think that's, mm. it's, it's like, if a lot of two lads, uh, Jovanovic and uh, me, that kind of gross of the team. It depends really, Mark, how far they're, they're actually going to progress. Aye. You know, you know what I mean? You can't kind of say Croatia going out early because Croatia, are, for me, Mark, they're a team, they're a nation, Mark, who kind of, Always kind of in and around the quarterfinals, the semi-finals. Aye, you know? they're just always a kind of breeze made into it. Never the mm-hmm. breeze, they're always there, there at the kind of business end, but never mm-hmm. day much. Mm-hmm. Where is it? I'm just having a look where we're actually at. Yeah. I think the it's World the 17th, Cup. is it? 
When's the finishing off actually, Mark, the World Cup? Finished the World Cup finals in the 18th. And we're back playing the 17th, are we? No, it's it's the 18th we play. The 18th we play against Aberdeen, I think, isn't it? Aberdeen's on. Is our next match back? No, it's the 17th. The 17th half 12 kick off we play Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. So and when's the World Cup final? The World Cup final's on the Sunday, the day after that. Wow. Well, I'd be zoomed black. Look, if our, if our players aren't in that involved in that friendly mark, depending how long, they, like if, if our next two players go out on tomorrow, on Tuesday, I think. But two of them can't get. No, they're. It's the Croatia playing each other. Oh, aye, 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 aye. Yeah, but if the Croatia get to the quarterfinals, Mark, it, so the, if they, the longer this, they're in the World Cup, we said, that the, the more of a, a rest they're going to get, really. That's what I'm trying to, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so right. like, aye, compensate aye. yourself there. Aye, so, if Japan get to the final, my Yidal still no get a, he'll, well, obviously, mm-hmm. he'll get the games though at the 18th, but he'll get you. Do you know what, though, Mark? Do you know what? I, I, I've said about Japan, and a lot of people are saying it, Mark. They're, they're impressing in this World Cup. Uh, I've you seen know? them, I. They, they, they really, really have. Like, you know, there's there's a spirit, like everyone has said it, Mark. There's a spirit within this Japan team that, you know, we, we don't see enough of them, Mark. We're not seeing enough of these. Like, look at Morocco. Do you know what I mean? The German Yeah. You know, like these so, are teams. That's how the Arabia had some right cracking players on their team. Definitely. Do you know who impressed me, Mark, in this World Cup? And I, I actually don't know the value of him, like, but is is the fella Simmerman uh, for, for for USA, the centre back who played with uh, with Vickers. In a, he he was Vickers centre. Uh, he played centre-back with uh, Vickers. He's 29 years old. He actually plays in the US as well. Simmerman. You know, yeah, Simmerman, yeah. Yeah. I was very impressed with him at centre-back for USA. He just looked like a proper defender, no-nonsense defender, Mark. Aye. You know what I mean? You know? And he's playing the US, Mark. I, I don't it's know, Because he's a man bun. Because he's got a man bun. Yeah, definitely. But <laughs> That's true, isn't it? Did you see him play, though? Ah, yeah, yeah. You know that I've seen yeah. the picture. I know who you're talking about. Aye. Yeah. Did you see? I I was actually very impressed with him throughout this whole campaign. I was like, I was actually impressed by USA, but you know the Dutch, they were just too much for me yesterday. I you know, you know what? You can't write off Holland. Looking at them yesterday, Mark, you can't write off Holland to win this World Cup either. You know? No, no. You know, if, no one. But Holland no one kind of implode. Yeah. In the latter stages, but I don't know if, if that's going to happen this time. They kind of seem. I wouldn't say they're a, they're a great team, Paul, but that's it. They're a good team. That's the kind of mm-hmm. teams that mm-hmm. can win the World Cup together. I mean, they're a good all round team. And mm-hmm. I mean, some of their play, I saw one of their goals they scored the other day. It was an absolute schemer, man. It must have like been about 20, 25 passes, Paul. Did it you was, see it? Yeah. Really was, yeah. Really was, man. You know? But I'm looking at their match. There's no egos in that Dutch. That was one of the problems with the Dutch team for years as well. There was always big egos in it. And mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. They clashed, and there was for me, there was always kind of racial undertones with the Dutch team. They always kind of splitting into the the black guys and the coloured and the white guys camps kind of thing. That was always a thing they done. But they, they seem to be a, a right good, well-rounded team. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm, so I think France will be France will be here. I'm just about to back. I backed France from the start there, and you know they're they're going on about this is Messi's last World Cup, and uh, they're talking about Ronaldo. But you have to look at Mbappe. You know, your no, man I... is, is just getting better and better each game he's playing for France. His two goals there today was just. Oh, I know now the Poland struggled and. I, I've said it to you, Mark. You know, Poland only kind of have one way of playing, and that's getting the ball to Lewandowski. And uh, if you don't feed Lewandowski, Poland won't win. And that's been their problem in this World uh, Cup. They tried to get the ball to Lewandowski, and it just wasn't working for them. But, but any, any team with Lewandowski in it, Paul, that's, that's their aim. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. got, like at club level, they'll get better players dates supplying them. And yeah, that's, that's, the, that's, that's the difference. Yeah, that's it, Mark. That's just the difference. You look in Barcelona, how Barcelona have the players to supply Lewandowski with the ball. Do you know what I mean? When Paul and Dorn have it. Do you know what I mean? But for me, I just think the team so far like is, is flat. Like I know now they lost their, their last game, but they were already qualified. They pull in kind of a practically different 11. Do you know what I mean? Aye, France. You know? Aye, yeah, aye. You know, but you can't. You can't look past France at the moment, Max. You can't. Spain have looked no bad as well, yeah. to be honest as well. They're always kind of there or thereabouts. But I mean, some of, I mean, Germany, let's get on with Germany. Two World Cups in a row, Pap two oh, yeah, in the first. Seems like a, a football nation, Mark, that's in serious trouble, isn't it? You know, they, uh, it's just, they, they're not kind of producing the players out of the mark like they had before. Like you look at the fella uh, clogs that from, you know, you had. Uh, Klinsman growing up when you were, when you were they always had big big players coming in strange strike yeah. and his prime was a big player for them you know what I mean Ballard but, uh, you mean Carol Haynes women again not playing for them you know what I mean some of the yeah. best players I've ever had and, yeah but they don't seem to be I mean they have Germany when, they, I mean they, they get into every World Cup I think it's a bit like England they get into every tournament and think they can win it but for years for most of my life Paul Germany's always kind of delivered Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, again, we're talking about teams have always been there or thereabouts, and Germany's always been there or thereabouts when it comes in big tournaments. And I mean, for them to get grouped in two World Cups in a row, that's shocking. They'll be especially for be, the Germans, Mark. Yeah, because they'll they'll be, be, but they haven't be, been kind of producing either, Mark. Have they? Be, it's Germany. They done it a while back. They threw a bad spell a while ago, and that's when they kind of keep re-kicked it all and restarted it and. They, the Bundesliga started kind of becoming, as I've said, Paul, I think the Bundesliga is the best league in the world by far. Mm-hmm. And, but they, they changed a lot of the stuff and they brought in how the, the youth set up was going to change. for the, and Not just for the good uh, one club like Bayern, but for the, every team, that's where the strength comes from. The Germans will regroup and come back. Whereas Hampstead, Scotland, it just comes back to, ah, well, that's just us, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And the other, I mean, everybody else will... That's Belgium team. Everybody's went crazy about this Belgium team for five, six, eight years. And they've done hee-haw. Well, they were supposed to be first problems in that Belgium team, weren't there? Today at this World Cup, wasn't there? Like, players coming out freaking saying stuff about other players, like saying he's too old and as if a tongue and then came out saying Kevin Bryan is not the same player for Man City. He is for, like, Belgium were... There's always this expected of Belgium to do well, Mac. But you look at them, 
they they've all the talent in the world, but it it just doesn't work. They just no. can't play together. Hey, look at who their coach has been for the last six to eight year or whatever. Martinez. Mm-hmm. That's well, that's been the problem with Belgium. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt in my mind, that's been the biggest problem in Belgium for. I don't, I don't know how he's held on to that job for so long. See, if mm-hmm. Belgium had went and got a, a top, top coach in, they would have probably maybe not won trophies, but they'd have been, been closer than they have been, Paul. Everybody mm-hmm. watches lyrical about this great Belgium team. It's not a great Belgium team. It's a box of action man heads. Mm-hmm. It's square pegs and run holes and stuff like that. It's just... And I, I said to you, Paul, Belgium wouldn't do anything in this. No, you did, Jack. You did. Because it's just the same. Martin is... Martinez can't set up a defensive team. He can't set up, no, I don't mean a defensive team. He can't set up how to defend. He can't set mm-hmm. up the defensive unit of the team. It, that was his problem at Wigan. It was his problem at Everton. Yeah, so they got relegated that time, weren't they? They were the first team to win uh, the FA they, Cup at the time, then get relegated, weren't they? Aye. Even with his Vincent Company, his, his main man in defence, they were still garbage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could you see... There's talks maybe Van Gaal will go because his contract is up. But for me, Van Gaal should have been there maybe three or four years ago when these group of players were there. Do you know what I mean? Someone who, who would give them proper instructions. Aye, that would have been yeah. ideal, Paul. You know, a guy like yeah. Van Gaal. Aye, definitely. That would you have know, been ideal for, for me, Belgium. This, the time, as you said, It was the reason why you had the job, Paul. I mean, it's not as if he was for Belgium. No, Spanish, indeed. Aye. So it was, weird that he, it was weird that he got it, and I just think it was really just weird that he held on to it for so long. Six years, Mark. Six years he's been there. Six, I was right there. Six years he's been there. And, and he's kind of killed that, that golden generation of Belgian players. He really has, Because, they, who was I listening to? I was actually the, the RTE, Mark, because I watched on the RTE here, the World Cup here, you know, because. And it was actually Liam Brady was saying it like, you know, like this team should have won the last World Cup, and for some reason they didn't. And he's going back to say he Brady went back for practically saying it as you is that they had an average manager in charge of the team who didn't do well at his time with Everton when he went to Everton didn't do well, and he thought he could do it at international level, but he couldn't control top players at everything. So how could he think he could control top players in Belgium who were aye, actually in their aye. prime? Four years ago, Mac, they were in their prime. You know, you could say at the time, Mac, four years ago, Mac, like Kevin Bryan, Mac, you can't miss it. Like, he's a top, top player. Oh, I love KDB. Love him. Do you know what one I mean? My, even in FIFA, even one of my favourite players on FIFA, yeah. Paul. You know? You know, but then the, he was saying they needed someone in there who had a football intelligence to give uh, a pair like Kevin De Bruyne that control on the pitch, but it just never happened, you know? Never happened, Mark. And for Belgium to win a World Cup, Mark, that was their best chance. For uh, for them to say then, Mark, to say like what, you're, what you said there, like for, for people to put Belgium up as one of the favourites of this World Cup, what are you looking at? But Tongan's nearly 34, 35 years of age now. Do you know what I mean? You know, they would have got just, more mark if it was only for Timmy Courtois and goal. You know, 
But it's like people, Paul, that... I mean, I don't think Argentina are going to win the World Cup. But I always, I, I always wanted them to do it. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> but it's like people, a lot of people will only pick them because of Messi. Or Portugal would win it because of Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Belgium had a team that were more than capable, a full team. Do you get yeah. what I mean? They didn't just have one superstar. No, they didn't have one. Yeah, exactly, Matt. They didn't. They had a wall of talent at their at their disposal, but but with an average manager, you know, it's just like they, that was their chance. Like you know what I mean, they were. It was. It was. It, what did you say, Mark? What you call it? The golden generation. Right. That they had to do something in the in the World Cup four years ago, you know. But they just crumbled, Mark. And I think this. This World Cup match for them has been nothing but a disaster. Things coming out of that dressing room, like you say. Just embarrassing. That's it embarrassing. really has, Mark. Do you know what I mean? It reminds you of the, the French a couple of years back. When, remember when Patrice Evra and Amar were there and second players were getting <coughs> sent home at the time. Remember, aye, remember that? Players were getting all sent these, home. And, you know. All these egos take on. Yeah. But man, I mean, you've got to think, I'm talking as well, Paul, when I was talking about managers, but egos in the dressing room. You think about the egos in international dressing rooms. Definitely. Is it, is it the best of the best for your country? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's guys, I mean, just talking about Portugal, right? Ronaldo's the main man, but there's also all these other, I mean, that, that Pepe guy in that, I mean, he's, his ego's off the scale. But Pepe's off the scale altogether, man. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? So it's, you've got all these massive egos that you've got to try and keep happy. For what four weeks, five weeks, six mm-hmm. weeks, and it's a hard thing to do to be an international manager. But for the reason that it's no full time, Paul, and that you're always it's just the best of the best of doing way all the time. And what comes with that, the, je- the jealousies between players and money, and who's the main man, and who's got what deals and stuff like that, because that a, plays a big part when it comes into the World Cups and that as well. Oh, oh, so you about. Like I know, no, he he's kind of came out there and said he's it's 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 not as bad as it looked like. But the last couple of days, rumours started saying like Pele is in in health. He suppose he isn't in health, and but that could actually be a motivation as well, Mark, for Brazil to to go on and and, and win this World Cup for Pele. I may be. I wasn't yeah. that impressed with them, Paul. But I seen them. No, no. One night of looking down. I don't know. Not- it's, 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 it's people get a, 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 a kind of unexpected, no, but a kind of hyped up expectation of Brazil. Paul, we expect this kind of fancy samba, fat off. That's fancy gone, Mark, isn't it? Aye, you don't gone, get that. Aye, you, know, you don't get gone, things like, like that anymore. But everybody expects that, and I think Brazil have, have become a bit more like European, yeah. probably in their approach to. But well, that's the what game. they were saying, Mark. That's what they were saying. I was reading, I was watching actually, sorry, I'll take a drink there. <coughs> I was watching um, the, the show that they're on BBC, the documentary about Messi. And for years, the, the Argentina press were on Messi's back because they've won nothing, Mark. Like, this is the player uh, who they thought would bring him the, the World Cup or he'd bring him the Copa America. But then one commenter came out and he said, Messi can't play with Argentina because he spent his whole life in Europe played the way Europeans played football and then he's coming into this South American 
international team who a lot of their players, Mark, played in, at the time played in, in South America. And they were saying that Messi just couldn't perform at the level he does for Argentina than he did at the time when he was at Barcelona, he's prime. You know, that he just couldn't adjust to the way they were playing. Would you think that was a fair assessment on that? Aye, because he's not, he's not, he's not like they're kind of Maradona types of players. I mean, mm-hmm. don't get us wrong, Messi's one of the best players of all time, but he's not like your kind of Maradona. He's not, it's not him that controls the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Although Maradona played in played in Europe for most of his career as well, but he was the main man, so it was what he done that kind of counted for the way the Argentinian full team played. Whereas mm-hmm. Messi's He's just, he's just a kid. He's not your playmaker. So he, mm-hmm. he's, he's not got that kind of influence on the team to play the game the way he wants. So he's mm-hmm. always been a wee bit of a kind of spare part in the Argentina team. So I don't know what that, what that, what the boy's saying with that. Aye. Mhm. You know, make a bit of sense, and it's true what you said there as well. Like it just that was the the reason why we thought that there's so many Brazilians, no American, that Brazilian team that are playing in Europe that are not playing in South America. They're more of a European team Aye. rather than this flair of a Brazil team act that I remember, like the Italian 90 and USA 94, when you had Ronaldinho there, who was, for me, Mark, one of the best players ever to play the game that I saw was Ronaldinho. You know what I mean? What, what, what he could do with a ball, Mark, was, was just Aye. unbelievable. Like, they Aye. don't have that player. Like, Neymar. I, remember, I remember the 82, Spain 82, Paul. Socrates, Zico, Junior, El- Eda, or Elder, and that, and it was, it blew out, it's, my, my pals, me and my pals, it blew our mind watching these guys play football, we'd never mm-hmm. seen anything like it in my life, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And as mm-hmm. it's, it's just says, it's mere, because players are probably out here playing week in, week out, the coaches got to kind of adapt the system to get the players doing what they're used to doing, but mm-hmm. it takes a lot of the personality out of the World Cup when you're not seeing these kind of characters in that now I think as well yeah I think like, and I think that's what's been kind of the most like with, with the group stages Mark is the underdogs seem to be doing well like no one expected really Japan to get out of this group between Germany and Spain everyone expected Germany and Spain because of what you're saying there Mark we're so used to seeing Spain and Germany kind of play but we've never kind of seen Japan but we kind of got a hint what kind of a way Japan would play because of all lads, us. But that, but that's Paul. That was the magic of the World Cup years ago. Yeah, yeah. Was the underdogs? No, no, just underdogs. But it was like even back then there wasn't much. It was dependent on what teams were like playing in Europe. If you know what I mean, mm-hmm, Paul. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Who you what? Who you actually seen in the telly? But then all of a sudden the World Cup came about and. All these players that you'd never heard of. Places like even Germany, Spain and stuff like that. Because they weren't on the telly all the time, Paul. No, it's only no. Celtic. If Celtic were playing some team, that's how you saw another player from another country, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you saw these players and the way they played the game. And it was, just, it, was it, it did, you get caught up in it and that. But there's that much football on the telly now. And we know basically all the players especially in Europe, Paul. But then these teams for Africa, Japan, they pop up. It's guys, although there are players that play in the big leagues, but it's, there's a lot of players there that we don't recognise. We've never heard they we've never seen them kind of exactly, thing. Man. But look and at the players who are playing in this Japan team, Mark, that are playing in this league. 
Aye. Do you know what I mean? And, and they've been very impressive, haven't they? You know, same, with so, same, same with South Korea. Do you know what I mean? They have a lot of... Do you know what I mean? I know, I think, but Shane, I think it's 2-0, I think it's 2-0, I saw somebody put in the chat, Paul. England, is it? I was aye, but I was surprised at because I thought Senegal would would have gave them a right better game than that. Mm-hmm. But even some of the upsets in that, it's gave, it has gave got a wee bit of that kind of old fashioned World Cup fever back. Yeah, really has. Aye, really as has, I said, man. I thought. But when it comes to the crunch, Paul, I mean, let's hold on over a wee look what we've got here. Right, so we've got the Netherlands against Argentina. Right, that's the next quarter final. Good. That's a that's a that's a good aye. game. We've got the winner of Japan and Croatia playing the winner of Brazil and South Korea. England, so, I guess, France. So who do you think you that? Japan and Croatia? I'm going to say Japan. I think so, Mark. Yeah, but I think, Mark... So with Japan v Brazil. You know, I, I don't think Croatia, Mark, could keep up with the intensity that Japan would play. I really don't. England, you know? v, England v France and... I'd say Portugal will end up playing Spain in the other one. So really, I mean, the only surprise there, Paul, is going to be Japan. Mm-hmm. Or, or Japan or Croatia, really, mm-hmm. isn't it? Uh, going mm-hmm. into that next round. So really, that's the only surprise. And it was, as we said, it was Spain or Germany we were expecting in that draw. Yeah, exactly. So that's, there's been one upset, really. Uh, really. I mean, so we're going to have, going to have Holland, Argentina... England, France, and Spain, Portugal, and Brazil against either Japan or Croatia. The only surprise here, Paul, really is the Japan and Croatia, isn't it? Mm-hmm. If you had yeah. to pick, if you had to pick what teams through all the groups is going to end up in these games, the only surprise is one of them is going to be Japan yeah. or Croatia. Japan. Yeah. They'd have put Japan. Germany in there. See if you'd put Germany in there that everybody expected. That would have been just so, so predictable. As, as normal, was it? Yeah. Yeah, you get what, normal, you know what yeah. I mean by that? Aye, that, the top aye. nations inside the, aye. The, the end of the thing, like, you know, you know, aye, like you could have predicted who that was going to be there if you'd just done that. Like you were saying there, Mark, like, uh, like what's going on with Germany, but you, you could say the same as well, like, this is the first World Cup Mark and then getting knocked out in the playoffs by Macedonia. I know. At the time, yeah, that was one. I think looking at this whole World Cup, like outside it, that has been one of the biggest upsets in the World Cup was the Italians getting knocked out. You know, it really has. Yeah. You know, it's like I can never remember a World Cup without picking the Italians in it. They've always been there. Like you, you expect. But didn't the Italians were in the didn't World get in the last one either. Didn't they? No, they weren't. They, I don't think you get into the Russia one, Paul. No, because Mancini came in after that, didn't he, to fix it all up, didn't he? And he won the European Championship then, and then they thought, oh, the Italians are back, didn't they? And then it just fucking aye, all aye, crumbled in against Macedonia. You know? Aye, that's two yeah. World Cups in a row they've missed. Yeah. yeah so two, world, two World Cups in a row that they've missed, and two World mm-hmm. Cups in a row that Germany's went out in the first round. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Fucking hell, like two big footballing nations, man. You know? But it just shows you, Paul, how all these so-called weird countries and that are actually getting better. Yeah, so, Mark, we could look... I mean, seriously, from what I've seen the World Cup, that Qatar, they were the worst team, in it? 
the only reason they were in it is because they were the hosts. Exactly. See, every, see when these World Cups come around and that, you can see every year how these kind of so-called lesser nations are getting better and better and better. But it's only a matter of time before a, like an African team or something like that pops up and wins the World Cup. Mm-hmm. I, I, really, I mean, it really is. I, I, for, don't get, I thought for a while, uh, who was it, Big Drogba and Gaia Toro and that played with? Nigeria. I thought they were. I thought they could maybe have won the World Cup. Well, mm-hmm. maybe last that one, the last one, or the one before, or something like that. Maybe, but it's just a matter of time because all these other wee nations are are catching up with us, and we can even mm-hmm. see that Paul in Scotland with Celtic when we get into Europe. I was just about these, to say these that. Wee, yeah, yeah. Ah, these wee nations that we kind of used yeah. to brush off in that, but well, we couldn't. We could have beat them, like but as you said, they're like they're getting better. And better. We're actually lucky, really, back that for the next two seasons we have the qualification. Is is it next season and the season after we still qualify in this automatically? As it just one no, more it's season. Def- no, it's definitely one more season, Paul. But the next season, I'm not hundred percent sure because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. of the coefficient, and I think that's the year that it, it, the qualification no changes. Mm-hmm. And Scotland comes into that now as well, doesn't this football team? No. Was it just the two clubs, Rangers Celtic? No, we did. Rangers Celtic, her. Well, it's just all the, Sc- oh, the Scottish teams coefficient, yeah, so yeah. come in to determine that. Yeah, we didn't. None, none of the Scottish kind of teams, Mark, kind of did ourselves kind of proud to keep that coefficient up, did we? No. You know? No, no. Not, none of us, Paul. Us, the ones across the road, Hearts, any, none of them really done anything really to, you know, and again, that just shows you again, Paul, about how these weird leagues are catching up. Mhm. You know, cause, like that's another thing. Now, so Mark, like, in it's going to be back to the qualifiers, like back early, and like we've seen the benefits of not having it this season. Aye. You know what I mean? You you come back to train July, you've no games, and qualifiers, you have to get your squad ready for the season ahead. I mean, in in a year's time, Mark, we're going to be back practically playing. For qualifying July again, do you know what I mean? You know, I don't think it, I, I don't think it'll be as bad as is that. It, is, it, is it the third round or third round? I think Celtic would fall into Mark. I think in this, but the pace you know? again would be next year, doesn't it? True. True. But, you know, and is it two going this season as well? Like uh, would, they, would the second place team? Go have to go through the qualifiers now, like Celtic did. Like Rangers did. The same team needs to qualify, Paul. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, that I. Yeah. yeah. I get you. Know, it's just all complicated by the way it works. Like you just, it kind of changes all the time. Like and you, you're trying to keep track of it. And Jesus Christ, like. Uh, it's got all these changes that are coming in. No, mm-hmm. no next season. The season next into two years ago, and you think that's going to be. Mm-hmm. A bit mm-hmm. of a kind of game changer even for us because uh, somebody done an interview, the boy for UF had done something the other day when a wee pop at that, the breakaway league stuff and all that, and he said that they need to maintain and that smaller nations have got like, as much chance to get into these competitions as everybody kind of thing. So he's kind of tied himself in a bit of a note, but. He's always saying that Celtic will always have a kind of Celtic Scotland will always have an access to the, the top table kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 
Well, Mark, that's what keeps the Champions League, for me, Mark, interesting. Because if it's the same teams again, over and over again, like getting into the group stages, Mark, I possibly will start losing interest. Do you know what I mean? If it's going to be uh, hard becomes, and harder. It just becomes yeah. another... I mean, it's like that already, really, Paul. Yeah, it is. It is. And it is. I, it's just all down to money. Now, but I saw that Super League was, Paul, was just another money grab on the bigger... The, the big boys wanting the, the big share of the pie. You know, even for sports to be invited into that mark, do you know what I mean? Uh, it's just, you know, it's not a day with how big a club you are or how much history you've got or anything. You know, it's down to is really how much money can you make it. And it hasn't gone away, Mark. It's going to, it's going to, it's no, going to come back I'll again. Back up. You know, it's got. I say no. Give that another. Yeah, it's there. It's there. I, I've just got that there, Paul. I first place next season for twenty twenty three twenty four. First place goes into the group stage, and second place goes into the third qualifying third qualifying round. Mm-hmm. So I've got. So we win the league. They've got two rounds to get through the third third qualifying round, and then the playoff round. Perfect. So just hope that they they get knocked out. So put them into more tournaments. That's what it will. Don't you know, bother that, with it. They will just do it. They will just keep exactly on right. them on. But that's what you said, Mark. You know, Celtic should be aiming, even if it's in the qualifiers, Mark, at least getting into the group stage every year. Pocket this money like Ajax have been doing for years. Get this money and just keep being the top team in, in Scottish football. That's Aye. what we just need to do. Aye. You know, there's no ambition there to go and win. Champions League are thing because in my lifetime Mark I don't think that's going to happen no. but you know but if we can do what you always said Mark Celtic should always be the top team and there might be a blip Mark now and then when they win the league you, that's going to happen but Aye. Celtic need to be the top team in, in Scotland every time and that, that's that's. I'd be happy with that and I think every Celtic fan would be happy with that you know oh, I definitely what do you actually think our chance will be doing the treble this season, Mark? I don't see how, no. Mm-hmm. I really don't. We're, well, we're nine points clear in the league as it is. So, we can... I don't know if take our foot off the gas, but... Who's, who's, who's really, realistically, right? I know they're going to expect a kind of wee, a wee kind of boost because Mick Beals came in, but... I don't see why Celtic's no capable of winning the treble. Mm-hmm. That should be the aim. Especially it would be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, it would be brilliant. Especially with the they are actually in. Exactly, Mark. You know, that would be... Because one one of the heads of Well, I know they've got a bit of an easy go in this, the, the Scottish Cup draw, didn't they? But who knows? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's early on in his, his kind of... The new regime kind of thing and this new... What is it? Bill Ball, I saw somebody call it. Bill Ball. Jesus Christ. We, we and Bill keeping out for a hint of tree and that. Jesus Christ. But no, I don't see why Celtic are the people who win that treble, Paul. The only Bill Ball he's going to win is that mole that's on his cheek that'll probably fall off <laughs> if he's, when he's rubbing the tears off his eyes. <laughs> you know, that's the only Bill Ball he'll be winning. You know, um, we let it there for tonight, lads. Uh, there's not much to talk about. Look, we we got the piece of Laurel news that that was kind of sprung on us this this week. Uh, uh, we'll be back again next weekend. And look, it's 
slowly and slowly getting closer and closer to the 17th where Celtic take on. Uh, is that Celtic Park, Mark, is this? No, Aberdeen. it's Aberdeen. It's up there. It's Aye. Tough game to come back to, Mark, isn't it? After being Aye. away for so long, isn't it? But Taji's always a tough place. Come you know? back flying, but Paul, as well. Exactly. You know? You have to give a key win. You have a lot of past field ball. <laughs> you know? You know, he's actually got them playing good football, Mark. Has the good win, in fairness aye, to him? Aye. I like him, Mark. I like him as a manager, in fairness to him. I really aye. do. He seems to be the only manager, Mark, that kind of plays Celtic at, at, at all game. Yeah, don't he? You know? Aye, I don't want to say I dislike a guy. I don't, I don't want him to sell it, manager. <laughs> no, that's why I'm not saying that. I like him as a person and the way he comes across. I like him as a person. He tries to play football, Mark. Do you know what I mean? He's not... He doesn't kind of sit back or play defensive kind of football, you know. What I mean? Even even when he was at St. Mirren, Mark, he was kind of the only manager I that kind of had a go at Celtic, didn't he? He did, like, you know. And that was at St. Mirren, you know. Jesus Christ! And then you have Malky McCoy then going fucking Malky. thirteen men behind the ball, even his defensive substitutes are behind the ball. Even you know? even the even the var guy, you hitting the ball. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, you know what I found interesting there actually. This I actually there was an interview that they were interviewing uh, the fellow Maxwell uh, there last week, and he was saying VAR has been a success since it came in. And I was looking at him going, "Well, if you think it's been a success, it's, it's going to be a long, long season for Celtic." You know, how could he say VAR was a success, Mark? You know, I even uh, just think some decisions, Mark, in this World Cup, like. There's about 20 minutes added on time in some of the matches there between the two halves. Be about 10 minutes in, at the end of the first half and then another 10 minutes at the end of the game. You know? How oh, could VAR no, be a they get that match? sacked. They better not be bringing... You know? I don't, UF have said they're not bringing that in, that the amount of extra time that's getting played. That's a FIFA mm. directive about they're trying to keep the ball in play as much as possible. But I read a thing that UF have said they'll not be bringing that in. Thank God for that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? There's no need for that. There isn't there no need for that carry on, Paul, man. Jesus Christ, Mark. Like even, if play, even if players must be like, that's getting on here. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? There must be like, happy when Mars are for five minutes. Every single stoppage, like, is, every single stoppage is, 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 is time to the minute. And that exact minute Big, is... Like jabbers off. See you later, jabber, mate. Give a message on the Discord, bud. It's actually added on then to... Uh, Jesus, Mark. I, Aye. Well, you, you don't mind doing that. That's that kind of American football kind of thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what they do. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they're friends. Or maybe they're just trying to get the World Cup uh, longer in Qatar because it won't be there uh, for fucking well, <laughs> another... I read a thing, a UEFA guy came out and was talking about it. It was a FIFA thing and that's what it's... Their day is to give. So the percentage of the percentage of time the boss spends on the park's got to be such and such a thing in that, but the UEFA guy says they don't know we bring the answer. Right. That'll yeah. not affect us. No, fuck, you couldn't stick that, boy. You know, you couldn't stick that. Uh, that's it, so lads. Uh, hey, thanks very much good night, uh, for Bobby. joining us. Good night, Bobby. I know, but uh, sorry, Paul. You're all right. Uh, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, we'll be back again uh, next Sunday, hopefully. Uh, we're hopefully. Celtic don't spring another unsurprised uh, bit of news to us. Uh, Mark would close the show. You get people phoning in, Paul. It's just me and you sitting here for 
two years talking absolute garbage to each other. Mo and Jabber, you a big shite in the bucket. When are you coming on? Rod, Rod, you've been here long enough, do you? you got a phone in here. Who else can we give hassle to Paul? Bobby. Bobby, no, Bobby did come on one night. Bobby did come on, give him a fair, fair play to Bobby there. Oh, well, he did, yes, he did. Aye. Thought about that. Jabba aye. came on the beach and we couldn't hear him. Aye. Yeah. Aye, wait, I just went for the beach. Wasn't it? The beach, of all places, the fucking beach. Look, <laughs> 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 the, the start of the energy pairing. The start of the energy pairing, big jabber running about in the buff in the beach. You know, it was, it was, I say he was probably like the in-between us, probably behind <laughs> uh, the deck of chairs that was stacked in the beach or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Mark, we close the show, Marky. Hey, brother. Uh, thanks very much again, Paul, every new day. Everybody tunes in, listens, even if you're listening back to us, thanks very much. Uh, remember, hit the like button if you know how leave a comment and subscribe to the channel as well if you haven't and help share it about and just remember our food bank collection for Christmas it's a bit of a tough time for people hail hail lads good night and god bless thanks for joining us this episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel